Hello, I am Dexter, boy genius, and you are listening to the Thomstick Athletes Podcast. Now get out of my laboratory, because you are stupid. Welcome, everybody, to episode 91 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Today is April 17th, 2013. Our topic for the day is Top 5 LucasArts Games. Uh, this is really more of a celebration of some of the accomplishments of LucasArts and not not uh, uh, obituary, I guess. Um, it's We're also going to be talking LucasArts published and developed games. Um, like I said, we're doing a celebration, so... It'd be slim pickings if it was just developed. <laughs> it absolutely would be slim pickings. I was looking at, I think Travis brought this up in the last episode, that LucasArts doesn't really have too many games that they developed that are very good, and he's absolutely right. There's not very many of them. So um, they were definitely a better publisher than a developer because there was, there was quite a few really good games on the list. So uh, Teasers, later on in the episode, we're going to be talking about Defiance. Uh, we're going to be talking about Guacamelee, Guacamelee however you want to pronounce it, Bioshock Infinite Baptism Controversy, uh, Evo Land, and, uh, of course, some more Xbox 720 rumors. So uh, let's get started with Nibble Bits. Corey, what do you got for us? Okay, NHL 14 launches September 14th. Same old song and dance. A lot of more, better, faster garbage. Uh, but one thing that really interested me is the Enforcer engine from Fight Night Games will be a part of the hockey fights in the game. That's cool. Which, which is pretty cool. If you remember, uh, first thing I thought of when, when I read that was when NHL 11, we were all playing that and we were talking about what they could do in NHL 12 to improve it. Really, the only thing we could really think of was the fighting, fighting. and maybe a little bit of in front of the net play. Mm-hmm. And finally, you're doing the fighting now that they've fucked that game up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they're going to uh, adjust some of the acceleration for the skating and stuff like that. But uh, speaking of EA, I actually have three EA nibble bits right in a row. Um, EA is turning off three of its Facebook games on June 14th uh, Pet Society, The Sim Social, and Sim City Social. Darn it. Yeah, this happens with a, a lot of games, uh, but because it's EA, people are all up in arms. What are you gonna? What are we gonna do with the sim cash? Uh, we want a refund that that we gave you for these games. Stick you it know, up your ass. That's what you'll do with it. Yeah, um, I mean, like I said, this sort of thing happens a lot. Games shut down. Every all everything you've invested in it is gone. It happens with uh, MMORPGs. It happens with all these free to play games. Uh, but because it's EA, people are all up in arms. But just mm-hmm. one of those things. Zynga shut down a ton of its free-to-play games in the past. Didn't hear the same amount of outcry. Moving on. EA's class action lawsuit will pay out triple for its football titles from last generation. You have until May 15th to uh, file a claim. I'm not really sure what that entails. I I don't know if you need the UPC or or what, but uh, if EA already has your address on record and the fact that you purchased a game from them, game from them 
you will oh i didn't even write down the number but it was uh like twenty dollars and 37 cents or something like that yeah it was a decent amount more than you usually get from a class action suit yeah yeah um another interesting part we've talked about this a while ago this this class action lawsuit but essentially they were sued because of their anti-competitive practice of buying exclusive rights to certain football leagues including the 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 nfl and the uh nc double a football college football um but as part of part of the settlement they can't renew their exclusivity with the clc or the ncaa for five years afterwards so that might give uh another potential developer a chance to make a good college football game it didn't didn't say the nfl so i'm assuming they're going to maintain their exclusivity that with the sucks. NFL, which doesn't really make sense to me, because if they're getting sued for this and they're losing, I don't know, it must have something to do with the settlement. They but... probably fight tooth and nail to keep the NFL license. Yeah. Yeah, because they probably wouldn't have it uh, mm-hmm. too much longer if, if somebody had a chance to make a good NFL game. Mm-hmm. Xbox exec Adam Orth, the deal with it guy from last week, is no longer with Microsoft. Not much to say about that. Yeah. Other than <laughs> no surprise. Would... Whoopsie. Don't let the door hit you. <laughs> Do not let the door hit you. The, the top comment on that article was, I guess I'll have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Saints Row film is now a possibility thanks to Deep Silver. Uh, I, I, did, we, did we ever settle on how to pronounce, is it Coke Media, Coach Media? I think you said Coke. Coke? I think you told me it was Coke. You did, yeah. yeah. So Coke Media, the Coke Media CEO said they are considering films for all of their licenses. They were talking to Games Beat, I believe, in this uh, particular interview as part of a greater transmedia push. I think, as personally, a Saints Row film would be a lot of fun, mm-hmm. over the top, a lot right. of action, good opportunity for an a ensemble cast. So I'm not I'm into those movies. It. One of the uh, characters is voiced by... Um... Oh crap! I forget her name now. She's a porn. Uh, Sasha Gray, uh, Shanti from from Saints Row is voiced by by Sasha Gray, so they could just have her act the part. Probably, she doesn't look too different from Shanti in the game. So, porn stars can't act. Uh, she's in she's in a television show, actually. She's flexible. She can do her own stunts. <laughs> True. Is it a soap opera? No, it's um, it's. I want to say it's like Entourage, maybe, or something like that. It's a show like Entourage she's in. Does she play a porn star in it? Californication, <laughs> maybe. Something like that that she's in. I don't know what she plays. I never never watched it. She plays a uh, business exec. Yeah. She's won what a... What's the TV Awards? Emmy? Yeah. She won an Emmy. Oh, good for her. No, she didn't. I was just kidding. For her... They should award Emmys to porn stars. Yeah, if they can be in... An actual uh, show or we whatever. We should go to the Adult Films uh, Awards. Hand out. AVN. Ha- hand out business cards. <laughs> no, just take it all in. Uh, there you go. I'll <laughs> hand out business cards. Right. I'll do it too, Dan. And my last nibble bit, 20 minutes of Elder Scrolls Online gameplay leaked. The first 20 minutes of the game, a little bit of character creation and, and the newbie whatnot. Uh I wrote in my tweet that I can confirm that it is an MMO mm-hmm. <laughs> RPG. There wasn't really anything stand out in there. I know people that are really pumped for the game will say, "Well, you know, we just started," and it's like, "Yeah, but it looks I don't like know, I didn't see anything in there that was the least bit exciting." I watched it too. It looks like it lo- reminded me of EverQuest too. It's getting tired. Yeah, it really is. I don't know. Like I, I don't think all the UI was in place. Um, 
so you couldn't really tell what was going on, but I, I don't know. Yes, this person was just level one just starting off, but, like, he's just killing mud crabs on the beach. Like you can in Skyrim. Click. 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 <laughs> okay. that everything you got, Corey? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, Windows 8 has been blamed for poor PC sales in the last quarter with Windows 8 PC sales numbering a paltry 79 million systems. That doesn't seem too bad to me, but... Whatever. Windows 8 licenses totaled $60 million in sales in the first few months on the market. Tablet and smartphone sales are in part to blame, but uh, most blame it on the confusing tile system uh, of, for the new operating system that the new operating system uses. Uh, you know our thoughts on Windows 8. It's not, I don't think it's that confusing, but I don't know. Uh, I seem to remember the same kind of criticisms when Windows 7 came out, that it wasn't moving systems. I think it takes a few years for even something like, you know, going from Windows Vista to Windows 7. It takes a few years for people to get the hang of sure. the, hang of the new thing. So, I don't know. Sure. I wonder I'd... if they could just look at uh, hardware purchases. I mean, yeah, people aren't buying PCs because a lot of people are making their own PCs these days. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's a lot easier than it used to be. And not only that, but... Like, people are using their tablets and smartphones more. So, you know, I think in a lot of cases they don't need to upgrade a P- your PC as often because you use it for browsing the web, and that's it, unless you're a gamer, really. Yeah. But they did say that a lot of the a lot of the, the Windows 8 sales, or the PC sales are to businesses. So, um, really, it's whether or not businesses are going to adopt Windows 8 as their primary operating system it is the big question still. So, uh, you know, that's, that's going to take a while to... I think they have to. They will eventually, I'm sure. It's yeah. it's it's more of a matter of when, I guess, than anything. But uh, moving on, Starbound, which I did my first watch out for, is available for pre-purchase on the website playstarbound.com. Uh, options range from uh, $15 for the game, a Steam key, beta invite, and soundtrack to $2,000 for everything above plus an in-game statue in your likeness, uh, your name on an NPC in the game, and your name in the credits under Special Contributor. Uh, four people had already bought the $2,000 package from Holy Starbound, crap. Uh, which is crazy. Um, when, when I when I did this this nibble bit, or, or when I was writing this, uh, the pre-sales had totaled almost $700,000 for Starbound. So it's good to see that. That's exciting. It's a game I'm really looking forward to. Now, what is this game about? It's uh, it's think of it as a 2D Minecraft oh. in space. Ooh, uh, it's kind of graphics like a 16-bit game. This is for game. PC. Yeah, Steam. Oh, Terraria. It's ter- it's like Terraria. Terraria. No. It's a, some of, a lot of the same developers that worked on ter- Terraria are, so, are doing Starbound. So I could run this game. Oh yeah. You're going to play it? Oh yeah. I'm going to get it too. It's it's one I've been looking forward to since I heard about it like at la- probably last year sometime. Sweet. I'll be getting oh. it. Yeah. Oh, bitching. Looks well, awesome. you have to get it too then. Fine. All right. Um and then my last one, Guild Wars 2 is doing a free trial weekend from April 19th to 21st. You can get a serial code from 10 Ton Hammer, Games, GameSpot, Twitch, MMORPG.com, Curse, PC Gamer, or Zam. Anyone who has previously played in a free trial weekend is also welcome to log in again. I don't know exactly how they're giving away the keys, but probably visit one of those sites to to find out more information. They're all doing it. They're all doing it differently. Yeah, I, I saw some on Twitter. Um, you know, click here for free serial code or whatever so yeah i saw a polygons was like first hundred people to comment get one uh-huh. i got one from mmrpg.com okay 
just by signing up because I wanted to give it to one of my friends to try out. Oh, there weekend. you go. Because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in my apartment all weekend playing games. Um, no oh. girlfriend this weekend, so I. Oh. I figured it'd be a good opportunity to play some Guild Wars with somebody who hasn't played yet. Nice, uh, dude. What about me? You're You've already played. Welcome to join us. I'm going to. I've been wanting someone to play with for weeks now. It's Maybe been, I'll play. I've been playing by myself, which is fun. It's an awesome game. But anyway, uh, so that's it for my Nibble Bits. Will, what do you got for us? Uh, my first one is the first Injustice Gods Among Us character, DLC character has been announced. It's going to be Lobo. Um... There was no individual pricing details for it, but they said uh, you can get it through the season pass, which is $15, and you get um, three more characters in that, and skins and costumes. Um, my next one is State of Decay, which is a zombie survival horror game. It's hitting the Xbox Live Arcade in June. It will be coming out to the PC at some point, and there's no PS3 release date, if there's even going to be one. Did any of you see any of the, the trailer for State of Decay? Mm-hmm. No. It looks pretty cool. I'm going to look it up. It looks like it's going to be a solid arcade game. It's very ambitious, so I'm hoping it works out and it's going to be fun because I'm probably going to get it. Uh, my next one is Fez sold over 200,000 copies in its first year on the Xbox Live, and the Steam version of Fez will be coming out on May 1st. So I put in my for, for my week, I put that uh, there's a game that I had in my head that I knew was coming out May 1st that I wanted to buy, and I wasn't sure what it was. It was, it was the Steam Fe- version of Fez. Fez. Yeah, because you kept on saying, wasn't there something coming out? Early May yeah. for the PC, yep. and all of us were like, I don't know. Yep, it's it was fast. So That's it was what fast. it was. Yeah. Are you gonna get it? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. It's it's a good game. Mm-hmm. It's good to see it selling. Is two hundred thousand copies for an arcade game pretty good? I think so. I don't. Yeah. I, I would imagine. Yeah. I think yeah, it seems like it'll, it'll be probably good. sell better on Steam too. Oh, yeah. Than how much Xbox was it? Fifteen bucks. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So how much money is that? Think of it in terms of money, yeah. too, too much for me to compute. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm not doing it right now. Fifteen times two hundred thousand—that's a lot. Yeah, and my math grade is lackluster. So, <laughs> or three million. Wait, I was always fabulous yeah. at math. I know you were. <laughs> um. Anyway, my last one is Bethesda has tweeted a video through. I don't know what this is. Vine. And mm-hmm. if you know what Vine even is? Yeah, Vine's like a—it's a Twitter video service that you can shoot short. Repeating videos with. Oh, okay. Or that you put short repeating videos on. Okay, I'm so. I'm on Vine. Will, you should get it. I think you'd like it. All right. Is, Some... is it like an app that I can download? Yeah, it's, I have it on iOS. All you do is you hold up your phone and you press. It's You take a. The way they want you to use it is to take like a series of video. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like you a uh, one... slideshow of video. Yeah, you can take one long one. It's like, I don't even know if it's 10 seconds, maybe five or six seconds. And all you do is you hold it up, you press press the screen down. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm choking on something. You press the screen down for <coughs> you okay? a second, and then you press it. You look at something else and press it again, then you look at something else and press it again, and then it'll just uh, take what you record and play it <coughs> over and over again. Oh, cool. That seems like it's a pretty neat neat. idea. So, yeah, I'll have to download that. But um, Bethesda tweeted a video through Vine of a teaser of a uh, new game. And it shows barbed wire, uh, like barbed wire, I don't know, not a fence, but just a bunch of barbed wire. And then it shows a record label spinning around in a circle on a record player. And then they actually just tweeted one, I think it was today, of flowers. And then the next, the loop was uh, the flowers burning. So people have been speculating what it was. Um, I'm hoping because of the record player, it was, it's going to be Fallout 4 because mm-hmm. of the old music. Mm-hmm. And that's what some a lot of people are like thinking. Fingers crossed. I'm hoping. And I was just wondering. It's not. It's not. No, the whatever Pete Hines is he like the CEO or whatever? Uh huh. Tweeted at somebody who guessed that, and he's like, "Guess again." Really? Yeah. So it's a new game then. 
I don't know if it's a new game, but it's not Fallout. Huh. Hmm. According to this tweet. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I would I would have bet money that it was Fallout. You would have lost your money. Yep, yeah, I would be broke. Rage two. <laughs> I'm fine with Rage two. I like Rage. I gotta still play the first. Actually, I traded it in, so I can't even play it now. That's all I had. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? Got uh, a lot of Nintendo stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wii U is being left out of another sports game. FIFA 14 has decided they're not gonna be uh, throwing their hat into the the Wii U pond. Boy, EA really pledged their support for the yeah. Wii U, didn't they? Yeah. Well, can you blame them? <laughs> um, I won't talk about any of the stuff that got released for FIFA 14, like. Um, you know, gameplay stuff because we had a question about it in feedback. So mm-hmm. I'll talk about that later. Um, another game coming out for the 3DS: Mario and Luigi Dream Team is coming out August 11th. Um, it says Mario travels between the real world and a dream world to rescue Princess Peach. Mm-hmm. So cool, cool. More of that. I'm sure that'll be a good one. And Mario Mario Party 3DS has also been revealed. Uh, that's no release date, just coming out in the winter. And um, I thought you guys would all be excited to hear that Earthbound is coming to the Virtual Console this year. That's awesome. Woo! So, guess, guess you have to get a Wii U now. I, I Well, I was going to get yeah. a Wii U anyway. Yeah. I know you were. <laughs> Dang it. So I will be getting I, uh, I was I was really thinking about buying a Wii U this week, guys. Were you? Yeah. Why? For, for Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. Monster Hunter looks pretty sweet. I've heard a lot of people talking about it. Uh, I thought it was PlayStation for whatever reason, so I looked at it, and I was like, oh, shit, it's a Nintendo <laughs> game. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my Monster Hunter does look pretty sweet, Corey. Okay. So that's it for me. All right. How was your week, Eric? Good. Uh, I got I got good news today. I've been waiting for my freaking security deposit from my old apartment, and I got it today. All right. So money in the bank for my PS4. Shopping spree. Nope. PS4. PS4. Going right in my savings I, account. I like that. That's a good move. Yeah. Taco Bell. Because you, you didn't miss it before. so didn't. No, it's going right in my savings account. PS4 is paid for. Mm-hmm. Done. Excellent. Hopefully. Right. Um, so now I just got to save up for games. Uh, let's see. What else did I do? I know. I forget something every week. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I really did much this week, though. I didn't have any time to do anything. Okay. Um, no. All right. No sports news. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's not true. Arsenal uh, had a pretty sweet game the other day. I'll mention real quick. Uh-huh. I was at work, and they are they're fighting to get in the top four, which gets automatic Champions League qualification next year. Uh-huh. And they were playing a shitty team, Norwich City, who they have no business losing to, and it was a home game. So they're down one nothing in the 85th minute out of 90 minutes. And I was at work, and I saw the score, and I just got so pissed. And I told Billy, I was like, they're going to fucking lose to Norwich, and like it's coming just right down to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I refresh the score, and they're up 2-1. to one. Really? Oh. They scored three goals after the 85th minute. Wow. That's impressive. To win it, Holy yeah. crap. So they jumped up to third, but Chelsea won today, so they're down to fourth, ahead of Tottenham. I think Michael is the Tottenham fan. Uh, yeah. He is, yeah. So why don't you stick that in your pipe and smoke it there, Mikey? <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i was very excited about that nice okay will what do you got for us um the only thing i had was baseball games the uh the old cardinals won their first baseball game hey, on, all right on monday <laughs> barely beating the Kander indians four to nothing and Kander's probably Kander. the worst team 
in the league. What happened to you guys? Such a promising roster. I have no idea. It does get better, though, but we barely beat Kander. A good paper team? Yeah. Well, we're a very good paper team. You look yeah. at our, see the eight seniors, or nine or seven seniors starting, and you're like, ah, oh, that's, that's pretty good. But uh, I know what the problem is. You play too many video games. Talent? Video games. <laughs> I mean, we do play a lot of video games as a team collectively. But, um... Yeah, we barely beat Kander four to nothing, and their pitcher was just awful. But uh, but then we played a game against Newfield today, and we beat them ten to four. So we're getting we're getting better. Um, nice. Next week's gonna be tough. We have to play Thomas Edison. Thomas A. Edison, who beat us at least fifteen to nothing last year. Then Waverly, who has two pitchers who throw high eighties, and then Tioga, who beat us the first game pretty handily. Okay. So my it. It's going to be a rough weekend. Pack your sunflower seeds. But uh, you never know. We usually, whenever we play Waverly, uh, the first game of the year against them, we play them pretty well. So okay. hopefully we can sneak one out. Thomas Edison. Eh. Have you been, you've been doing some video scouting? No, but I'm going to now. How about writing? <laughs> actually, it was funny. One of the players, it was actually Dakota who has sat in. And he said he, he was tired of pitching and he was going to start writing up certain players to start pitching. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't he start writing himself? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> He just he picked like because he doesn't want to pitch. That's that's his <laughs> just thing, own right? it. That's true. You know, but hey, I was one of the ones he was gonna roid. Nice. He's like, all right, I like it. But uh, other than that, I played Battlefield Three and uh, Deus Ex: Human Evolution on the computer, so mm-hmm. I got some video game Stuff again. To talk about? Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll go next. Uh, weigh in first of all. My last week's weight was two forty eight. Today's weight two forty seven. I restarted the diet on Monday. Um, so I lost a pound since since Monday. I'm, I've also moved cheat day slash cheat meal to uh, podcast day um, because of all the alcohol we've been having to consume. Um, that's like having two cheat days kind of. So I'd rather have it all on one day. The beer's so. good for you. Beer's very good for it. Well, it's good for the soul. Not not so much the physique. Good for the ticker. Yeah. That, I, read, that. Uh, I read an article just yesterday that all it takes is one sip of alcohol for a rush of dopamine to flood your body yeah i saw that too it's true makes you yeah. happy well i guess it depends um so yeah i moved cheat day uh for those in the video they can see this delicious pizza that i've been eating i don't know if it's on the video or not i it's, can see it it's little caesar's oh um, little caesar it's uh the most delicious yet disgusting pizza you can possibly eat five bucks though yep no that's it and it's ready when you walk in there and if it was more than five bucks i wouldn't buy it. no i even six dollars it wouldn't be worth it (laughs) 550 so (laughs) uh so there's that uh fantasy hockey i was in semifinals last week against my dad and it all came down to the last game we were tied six to six oh wow and Corey actually texted me because i didn't wasn't really aware of how close it was um, I had one player playing. The last game was between Nashville and Detroit that we had players playing, of course, Nashville being my team. Um, I had David Legwand, who I needed to catch up on face-offs and tie in face-offs or score a goal and have my dad's players, who are Roman Yossi, a defenseman for the Predators, and uh, Valtteri Filippola, a center for the Red Wings, uh, not really do anything. So the whole game, really, I, I didn't think we would score a goal because we don't score that many goals. Uh, I, I was really hoping for him to catch up on face-off wins, so I was really hanging on all the face-off wins throughout the game. Um, it turns out I ended up being two face-off wins short, oh, and I, I lost. Me, me and Dad tied. He beat me because he had beat me earlier in the season, so Ouch. he had the tiebreaker. Ouch. But, yeah, I was two face-off short. I started off the day, I think I was, like, 11 short, maybe. Uh, so I caught up a lot, but Valtteri Filippo is a center. Also, so whenever he won a face-off, I was like, oh, oh, God damn it. Yeah. 
So I don't. I've never watched a face-offs that closely in a hockey game before, so that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's fine. Uh, Dad and Corey are actually in the in the championship, so uh, we'll get, see. Get him, Mister Murtha. We'll see how that goes. Uh, oh were, my, Dan! I he, Leggy was close to scoring a goal a couple times. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's their first line center now because of all their injuries. He's usually yeah. low second, high third line center. Um, and he, you know, he's, he's good defensively and chips in offensively, but, uh, he's no first line center and he, he was going up against Datsuk, oh, um, who I, I still say is the best player in the league, uh, all around. Yeah. So yeah, he was close a couple times to scoring a goal, but yeah, it's, it's fine. I, I did a lot better than I thought I would. My goalies really carried my team the pat the last half of the season, probably. Um, that's the only reason I, I, got into the playoffs and, and made it past the first round was my goalies. So yeah, uh, I published my, or posted my watch out for, for this week, which is on the game star forge. Uh, so check that out. It's a sweet looking, looking, uh, Minecraft like game. Um, Oh, and the only other thing was, uh, the game that was coming out early in May ended up being Fez, like we talked about earlier. So that's my week. Corey, what do you got for us? Just going off uh, fantasy hockey. Yes, I am in the finals. I I beat Will, right? Did I beat you, Will? Was that last week? Yeah, you beat me pretty handily too. Yeah. Um, I, and we both had pretty poor weeks. Yeah, I I was looking through some of my stats and they were just awful. Like me and you were a combined negative like twenty for the week. <laughs> it was, it that's was, how that's how I was every week. I was like my I think I was minus sixteen last week, and that's normal for me. Wow. Yeah, me and me and Corey weren't doing so hot on some of the stuff. I feel like we had, like, a combined, like, six goals or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, yeah. we didn't score at all. <laughs> Sounds like my team. That's the Predators, was, uh, too. Or my fantasy team. Yeah, your goalies played pretty well, though, even though I got a shutout the last day with Jimmy Howard. Well, uh, Devin Dubnik had an awful outing yesterday. Let six goal, six, five goals in Ugh. before he was pulled. Um, yeah, this this final is going to be a good one because uh, we're both starting off pretty strong. Me and my dad, we both have five goals already. Um, he, I've got five assists. He's got six assists. We're we're really really taking off. It's kind of scary, but uh, Devin Dubnik didn't put me in a very good place to start. I dropped him actually right after that game. Uh-huh. Wow, I, I don't go- want that crap. Goes to the end of the season or till the end of this week? I think it's just this week. Okay, so we'll be watching on Sunday. Just this week to yep. see, see who wins the big jackpot. I don't. I don't think it's going to be a jackpot this year. I think it's the trophy year. Good. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. I um, like that. I know my dad or I. You know, we'd we'd rather see the money go towards a trophy than uh-huh. cash in our pocket. Yeah. Um, I don't know if everybody would feel that way, but I yeah, would. that's fine with me. Uh, Either that's or. That's why actually. it, it kind of depended on what the winner wanted this year. Okay. So. Are we doing a keeper league? Next no, year. Maybe next year we'll start that. Cool. I want everybody to be aware of it when we do it, because it's not really fair to say, oh, by the way, this is now a keeper league, so let me know what players you want. Okay, yeah. that's true, yeah. Say at the beginning of the season before the draft. Right. right, and make it clear so everybody knows how many keepers and all that crap. And so you can draft for the future if you want. That's exactly. what you so choose to do. Yep. Uh, Game of Thrones? We haven't talked about Game of Thrones yet. Any you guys watch Game of Thrones? Mm-mm. It's awesome. I'm not going to talk about it too much since nobody else watches it, but uh, it's uh, it's great, great show. I'm really enjoying. it. I finished Sword Art Online, all 25 of their episodes. There's more uh, manga 
in like some other light novels and stuff like that. I'm probably not going to get into that crap, but uh, still recommend it to anybody that's that's looking for anime or I, just video game related sci-fi. It's it's really well done. I still have to watch that. I keep forgetting every week. I forget. Crunchyroll. 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 Yep. It's free. Free to watch on Crunchyroll with mm-hmm. ads. But hey. Um, and the last one is. I'm not drinking tonight because I have a pain in my lower right abdomen, and I am afraid it is an appendix issue. Uh, I've sort of been taking it easy, just drinking water and eating very light today because I'm scared it'll rupture, and I don't have health insurance. Mm-hmm. So better safe than sorry. Hopefully it'll just go away. But it's 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 unlike any pain I've ever felt before, not in that it's painful. It's just a weird – it's a different kind of pain, you know? Mm-hmm. So – all right. It's not bad, but, uh, you know, if this is my last recording, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. And uh, I, I trust that you guys, uh, when I die, will shut down the show and never record again. We'll do that. We uh, <laughs> if, if we see you go down, we'll have Eric text one of your roommates to come in and check on you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it helps that one I'll of my roommates is a nurse. She yeah. kind of – she told me not to be too concerned unless it's more painful than it is. Yeah. Well, my wife went through the same thing uh, at the end of last summer. So um, oh, yeah. I'm we at should, least moderately familiar with it. We should probably mention the Boston thing. Yeah, probably. Because Dave, yeah. one of our fans for pretty much since the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. early at least. Is near Boston, but he's doing fine, he said. So uh-huh. what a shitty, uh, shitty thing that is. Yeah, absolutely. People are nuts. Yeah, people are insane. But they said they they have ID'd the person they think is a suspect, I think. Yeah, I've heard conflicting reports yeah. everywhere. I've heard know. that they've arrested someone and they, they haven't arrested someone. It's <laughs> hilarious and because then... the manager at work today felt the need to get on the loudspeaker and announce that they had arrested somebody. And then <laughs> CNN was like, oh, just kidding. Yeah. We didn't. And he was like, son of a bitch. April Fool's. Why would you announce that? I don't know. You know? Yeah ridiculous but yeah glad dave's doing good yeah yeah i just looked it up quick just to make sure they said they have a face but not the name oh okay yeah they said they had two really good images and apparently somebody took a really good video i don't know if somebody took it or it was on a security camera but you can see the person like putting the package Mm -hmm. down like crazy motherfuckers yeah that's Mm -hmm. insane Did you guys see the, any of the pictures? Yeah. Well, I didn't look up I, any graphics. No, I, I tried not to. No. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I saw. I knew the bombs went off, but I didn't know how bad it was until I got home from baseball that day. Um, that poor family there lost their eight-year-old. Their daughter got their her leg blown off, and the mom has brain damage. Ugh. The dad was running in the marathon. Ugh. They were all waiting for him. Actually, somebody at school's dad was running in it too. Really? Yeah. Wow. He finished half an hour before everybody else, I think, so he was all right, but still insane. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, on that happy note, <laughs> we'll, uh, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our main segment, which is uh, our favorite LucasArts developed slash published games right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 91 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our main segment, which is on LucasArts 
our favorite LucasArts developed slash published games. As I said before the break, we're kind of doing a celebration of the accomplishments of LucasArts, both as a developer and a publisher, and, and less of an obituary, and, and it's it's going to be a happy occasion, not a somber one. Um, but first, me and Eric should probably have a few drinks. We have, did we decide 25? 25, Dan. So me and Eric are going to chip away at that a little bit, and, uh, you know, while, while staying with it, um, neither one of us can afford to get get too out of it today, huh? Or tonight, huh? No, I gotta drive. Otherwise, I could. I gotta, yeah. You gotta drive, and I've got to uh, not be hungover tomorrow. So we'll do a we'll do a hangover this weekend at some point. Mm-hmm. And, I uh, and get, already started a beer too. Get the rest of the drinks. Okay, um, I'm gonna break out because I still have kind of a full belly from almost eating a whole pizza. So I'm gonna get some. I should have done this during the break, but I didn't think of it. Some boots? Nah, yeah. Dan. Don't do that. So, anyway. All right, Corey, why don't you get us started with your number five, LucasArts? My, my number five is also the most recent on my list, is Star Wars The Old Republic. Okay. Which is a Bioware-developed game published by EA and LucasArts. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the whole partnership was with the EA LucasArts. Uh, I don't know to what extent who did what. <clears throat> but it is an MMORPG. It came out in 2011 for the Windows platform. Um, it was one of those games that you, you play through... And it's really, really fun, and you think it's awesome, and then all of a sudden, you just have no desire to play it anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't know why that is. I'm not sure either. Because uh, pl- we all played it quite a bit for the first month or two. Mm-hmm. I think I played it a little bit longer um, and then stopped playing it. I don't know if I got – I think I might have gotten into another game at the time. Was it Mass Effect 3 uh, that came out? Yeah, Mass Effect that? Well, that came out in March, and The Old Republic came out in what, December. December, December. It was right before Christmas when it came out. So, yeah, probably Mass Effect could have. Uh, part of it, too, was my that was when I only had my... Oh, Kingdoms my... of Amalur. You're right. It was Kingdoms of Amalur that, 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 I, that caused me to stop kind of playing uh, okay. The Old Republic. Also, my, my laptop wasn't very good, so that's another reason. I, I, started, I picked up uh, The Old Republic again when I got my new computer, and I, I played it a lot for two or three months. And then when I found out it was going free to play, I stopped playing it or stopped paying for it because I didn't feel it was necessary. I was going to pick it up again when free to play came out. Um, and then when free, free to play came out, it was too restrictive. So yeah, I just gave it up. It sucked. But it was a good game. I'm with you. I, re- I really enjoyed it. It's got good story for a uh, MMR RPG, which is something they don't really have that often. I think yeah. I quit because it ran like shit on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I didn't have my desktop back then. I was playing on my laptop in, Going through the what was it called? Not the Citadel. The uh... Terrace is where we all stopped. Really, well, Terrace was unbearably long. That's part of it. Yeah, and it um, had that memory leak. Yeah, uh, what was oh, the? I got through Terrace. The... I did, well, I got to Alderaan. The Republic Fleet. Yeah, I think I stopped on Tatooine. Yeah, that's after Terrace. I know Eric quit on Terrace, and all of us kind of got burnt out on Terrace. And you, you went a little bit further. Tatooine. Yeah, Tatooine. I got to Alderaan. I got a couple plants later. I don't remember Hoff. what it was called. I went to Hoff. I was uh, dicking around once. That was fun. Yeah, that, that was during that the beta. The beta. Yeah. Yeah, I was dancing on Hoff. Yeah, you're That's, the only one. I went to Tatooine yeah. as the game was was That's shutting right. down. Yeah, I was the only one on Hoff, and I was dancing around. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, that was, that was a good game. I, yeah. I didn't like it. Absolutely. It's fun to fun and to had play. The, had the had the good RPG BioWare touch. Yeah. But the uh, companion stuff. You know, it's number five on my list. I, I don't feel like it really captured that. What's the the the? There's a certain feel for Star Wars, and I don't feel like that game really captured it. I yeah. Would, yeah, I would agree to extent. And I hated the last place I was. Terrace. Is that? I thought it was awful. Yeah, it was very yeah. bland, and the totally. missions were kind of boring. And the monsters were stupid. Took yeah. way Is that too the swampy long. one? Yeah. yeah. Yep. The place sucked. Yep. Just took me right out of it. I didn't want to. Just didn't want to get through that. I felt like I was there forever. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. I did have fun doing like the team. Uh, what were they called? The, there were raids of some sort. Yeah. Flash I don't, point. Flashpoints. Flash yeah. yeah. Those were those were a lot of fun. But again, my computer ran like shit mm-hmm. when we did most of them. So mm-hmm. I think we're all in the same boat with that, yeah. right? We all had lap playing on laptops and stuff. Yeah, that weren't great. Weren't designed for gaming. <laughs> Definitely. So we're all lagging at the same point, trying to play. Right. I think it had the the good story elements in it, though. I think that it did that better than any other MMORPG. I would agree yep. completely. Yeah. I, I was into my character's story and stuff. It was mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. Especially sure. right at the beginning, you know? Yep. Okay. So that's your number five, Corey? Number five. All right, my number... Say, sorry, Dan. Go I ahead. I say with, with my list, it was, uh, it was more of choosing which game I didn't want in my top five because other than these five, I couldn't think of a lot to to talk about with the other ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got three that I really could talk about. <laughs> Same here. I have a lot, actually. Uh, I had to put some off my list. I actually, Star Wars The Old Republic was one I put in my um, in my honorable mentions. Really? Um, I really liked it, but only because I, I put it in the honorable mentions only because the free-to-play was so bad and restrictive. Mm. Um, especially coming from you know, having the full game open to you. I think if you just started off the old Republic, um, in the free to play, you probably wouldn't notice, but I had like four characters and I think you could only access two characters at a time. Time. Yeah. And like they, they locked out some of your abilities and stuff. And, and you know, I just didn't like that. It was, it was too restrictive. So I ended up putting that in my honorable mentions. So, um, but my fifth game is star Wars shadows of the empire, uh, developed by LucasArts, uh, came out in 1996 for Nintendo 64 and PC. Starred Dash Rendar, who is kind of a kind of a cheap Han Solo knockoff. He was a roguish type of type of character. Um, the game, the, I think the thing I liked about it is it had a variety of gameplay elements. Um, it had third person action shooting, uh, some platforming and, and piloting. Uh, one of the best things in the game is when when you're piloting the uh, the snow speeders on Hoth. And uh, one of one of the mechanics in the game is when you you know shoot out your your tow rope to wrap around the the AT AT ATATs to uh, to uh, to take those down. Um, that was a really awesome game. I ended up wishing I hadn't I had put this one on my honorable mentions and put another one on for number five. But I'll get into that later when it get when we get to honorable mentions. I, I did this list like right before we started and didn't have time to change it. So. So number five for me is Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire. I should say too, all my games are Star Wars games. Did I play that one? What platform was it for? Nintendo sixty four. Wonder if I played it. We it never, we never had it, but one of my friends had it. Did I have it? I, Graham had it. Graham had it. Yeah, I don't know. You might have had it. I don't, I don't know. think I did. But I played it at Graham's house. I know. So 
that's my number five. Will, number five. Uh, my number five is Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. Um, as Eric said, I only had three on there that I could actually talk about, and I know I played this one, I just can't remember it very well. But I just remember playing as General Grievous in it and thinking I was really cool because he... I really liked Grievous from the movies. Mm-hmm. He was kind of a cool, like, droid-like character with, like, dual lightsabers and I had a lot of fun with that. That's all I can really talk about. He about had four, the, four lightsabers. Four lightsabers, that's right. But other than that, I don't remember a whole lot from the game because I didn't play... He, he was the Goro of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Who's Goro? Mortal Kombat. The four-armed guy. Oh, Okay. But yeah, I know I enjoyed it when I played it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't know a real lot of okay. it or about it. Mm-hmm. Eric, number yeah, five. I'm in the same boat as Will. <laughs> Even the ones that I that I did remember playing, I can't really talk too much about. But <laughs> I, have a, not, I have a couple of those too. Not so. even positive I played this one, <laughs> but I think I did, and I think I liked it. Uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. For Nintendo 64. Yeah, for N64. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had this game uh, because, A, I remember the art, the box art. Yeah. It B, the name rang a bell. And C, it says it was one of the first games to use the expansion pack for the Nintendo 64, which I had and I'm mm-hmm. sure I wanted to use. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost positive I played this game, but I remember nothing about it. <laughs> I love how you put a game on the you well, know you I, Literally, there was five games that I could even talk about. It was also a long time ago. I mean, That's we're true. talking 13 yeah, years ago. And we're talking, I don't remember what I had for, for breakfast. breakfast. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It came out in 98. Okay. Fun, for, fun for game. Nintendo 64. I, I think I liked it. I 14 mean, 14 years ago. There, I haven't really played many Star Wars games I didn't like. So, I don't know. It got good reviews when it came out. This says, like, um,. Got like eights, mm-hmm. seven and a half. So it's a couple. Uh, Nintendo Power gave it a nine. Mm-hmm. So okay, you know, good game. Oh, there's a screenshot. This is like the one you were talking about. You did some piloting in this mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. That was all piloting. It was the Rogue Squadron game. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm pretty sure I played it. It was a good game. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, use the expansion pack, which yeah, you no yeah. doubt yeah. wanted to use. Graham had that one too. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. So noise. I played it. Uh, Corey, number four. Number four is a game like uh, what we've just been talking about, Knights of the Old Republic, the first one, uh-huh. that I remember very little specifics about, but I remember loving the hell out of it and it being the first game that I felt fully immersed in the Star Wars universe and in mm-hmm. my in my character. Again, that nice bio touch yeah. is key. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Um, yeah. Came out in two thousand three. I didn't realize it was that old, but that ten, was ten years ago. Corey, yeah. I almost fell off my chair when you said um, Old Republic came out in two thousand eleven. I was like, "What?" Two years ago. <laughs> I swear to God, it was like a week ago when yeah. that came out. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's more like a year and a half. Yeah, but still, I guess, but that's still a while ago. Well, we started this podcast in two thousand eleven, didn't we? Yep. Wow. It's weird. We're almost two years old. Here yeah. we are. Knights of the Republic is a great game, Corey. I, I agree. It's a great Star Wars RPG. Um, I have it on my list, too. I won't say where. Um, I love the combat, the characters, and the fact that it was set thousands of years before the movies was another good thing. So they weren't tied down to canon um, that was in the movies, which was also a really good thing. It, it allowed them to kind of take it in whatever direction they wanted. So That would that be a good, a good thing. game for them to do an HD remake for. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. That absolutely would. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a great idea. I'd buy that. Yeah. I'm thinking about buying it's on Steam. I'm thinking about buying it anyway. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it is. It's cheap too. There's there's a lot of these these games on Steam now, so I wonder how it plays. I wonder if it's you know I'm sure if it, if it aged well. I think so. Like a fine wine. Dan, like why don't you fine, hit me with another one of those shots? Star yeah. Wars wine. So me and Eric will be up to five drinks. Oh, you guys are doing your drink. I don't did you mention that you're doing your drinks? Yeah, I mentioned at the beginning. This We're, is my third. Yeah. I'm on my second. Oh God! Conversation yeah. is going to go downhill. Boy, no, I'll we'll tell be you what. Now it that, might for me. That's why we started early. That's when we start making fun of each other. It's it's the slow burn, you know. Rather well, than just starting in feedback and <laughs> and doing the last hour and a half of the episode, usually eight drinks or whatever. When we start picking on each other, it's because Corey's drunk. I think we all feed off of that, <laughs> so it might be a little different this week. So target Eric. Yeah, target Eric. Okay, so Corey's number four. Nice Little Republic. Ah. Cheers. Down the hatch. All right, my number four is Rogue Squadron 2, Rogue Leader. Uh, developer Factor 5 in LucasArts for, in 2001. Was there that? was a second? Yes. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that uh, you don't remember it. Uh, it came out in 2001 for GameCube. I have in my notes, I don't remember much about it. It blends in, <laughs> but I think <laughs> part of the reason why... Is <laughs> great games though. Well, here's the thing: it blends in with other Star Wars piloting games that I played because there's there's kind of a lot of them. Um, this it was one of the first. I think I actually bought a GameCube specifically for this game um, because I played had played the first one and and liked it a lot. Um, but it was the game I spent the most time playing on my GameCube, and that's why I put it on my list. Not because I remember specifics about it, because I I know I spent a lot of time. You playing know, it. I wonder if this isn't the one that I played. Looking at it. <laughs> Rogue Squadron 2. Just go with yeah. it. You played the first one. All right. I played both of them. Because there's there's like five or six or seven or eight like piloting games for Star Wars games. So they do all kind of blend together a little bit. There was Jedi Starfighter um, for Xbox. There was the See, Rogue Squadron games. There Rogue was... Squadron, I remembered the name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they were more popular. Yeah. I don't think the Jedi Starfighter. I had it and played it for Xbox. But once again, it kind of blends in with the other, the other piloting games that mm. I played. Mm-hmm. For Star Wars, so, um, but yeah, like I said, I, I played it a lot on my GameCube. I bought a GameCube for this game, and spent a lot of time playing it on GameCube. Sure, so. sure. That's my number four. Will number four? My number four is Star Wars: Empire at War. Um, that's the Age of Empires kind of esque game. I know real, you had real time strategy. Yeah, you had Ooh, a. Was that any good? Yeah, yeah, it was good. I know you let me borrow it uh, a few times to install it and play it on the computer. You and it's still at mom and dad's. Is it? Yeah. Maybe I should reinstall it. Mm-hmm. But I just remember I don't remember a lot of it. But I know when I played it, I loved it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. It's a sweet game because it has space and land battles, I which would is really awesome. Love for them to make another game like that for Star Wars. Yeah. It's on Steam. Is it? It's. I think it's cheap too. I think it's ten dollars or maybe. 20 at the most. I think it's 10. What's it called again? Star Wars Empire at War. It's a great great game. Do you remember anything of it? It came out like 10 years ago. I No. It was how fun. Did, how did you guys play this game? And I, I have no recollection of it. I had it for PC. Yeah. I just remember borrowing it a lot from Dan. I don't know. Other than that. Maybe Corey was in college when I bought it. Was he going through a rough patch? Uh, it came out in 2010. I wasn't in college. Empire at War? No, it was no. before that. Oh, yeah. I think it was 2006 or 2005. Oh, this is the gold pack. Yeah. Uh, 
don't know. I can't get the uh, original date. I'd have to Wikipedia it. Wik- Wiki it. The gold pack the, is on there for yeah. 40. Gold packs, 20 Beanos. Okay, that's got all the DLC. I'm thinking about actually getting the Star Wars. 2006. Or... Yeah. You I were in college. in college. That's why you didn't play it, probably. Although, I was I was moved out. I, pr- I probably just gave it to you so you could borrow it. I don't yeah. think I played this one. No. You were in the apartments. Okay. Anyway. So that was your number four, Will? Yep. All right. Empire at War. Good, good one. I'll be able to talk about my next three. I might okay. get that one. It's pretty pretty awesome. Um, Eric, number four. Oh. Well, number four for, for me, Dan, is uh, Lego Star Wars. Uh-huh. Uh, like Will said. Uh, I've actually never played this game. <laughs> I know I haven't played this. But damned if I haven't played other Star Wars or Lego games, and they've all been good, and I can only imagine that this one would be good, too. I think the Star Wars ones are the best, just because, sure just because of how Star Wars kind of fits in with the lightsabers and yeah, deflecting yeah. blaster bolts and stuff as a Jedi. I saw it on the list. <laughs> Do you like that it made a higher grade on my list than Rogue Squadron, which I'm pretty sure I actually did play? <laughs> That makes that's sense. What I, that's what I'm laughing at. Yeah. Makes sense. The fact that we have a game, have a game on that you never played it was but higher it, than the game you did play. I'm sure it was good though. If you play, like, I kind of feel like other than maybe the most recent Lego Lord of the Rings, if you played a Lego game, you probably have played all the Lego in, games in a different setting, right? And that's what I figured. Yeah. So I went with Lego Star Wars for number four. I know the Lord of the Rings one's a little bit different, but the other ones are, I think, pretty similar. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. Corey, number three. My numero tray is a game I remember a little bit more. It's Star Wars Galaxies, another MMORPG developed by Sony Online Entertainment. Mm -hmm. 2003. I can't believe that came out the same year as as Knights of the Old Republic. Mm -hmm. It's insane for Windows. Um, This game, in my opinion, captured the... I talked about the Star Wars kind of feel... Um, this game captured it better than any of the other Star Wars games, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And not only was it a good nod to to Star Wars, it was a good MMO, period. Um, I'm not going to belabor the point too much, but it was definitely, we've talked about it a lot, it was definitely ahead of its time. I feel like even if it came out today, people would still be a little bit unsure about mm-hmm. it. Um but it was fun. It was, and it wasn't. It wasn't the the combat side of it. I mean, you can play a million and a half Star Wars games where you're fighting with a lightsaber or flying an X-wing or shooting a blaster. But like, what made it fun is the actual like economic side of Star Wars mm-hmm. and and building uh, mining devices in the middle of the desert and, and extraction. I don't even remember all that they had, but um, it felt like know. that stuff mattered. Yeah, you know. Well. Um... I've certainly, t- I still bear the scars from from this game. Um, the you know being unceremoniously changed and ruined. Um, but, but yeah, I'm with you. It's it's a great. It was a great MMORPG. Um, and yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, I think one of the best things about it was there was no like lightsabers, and you really did feel like you were a part of the Star Wars universe with with your blaster fights. But you know what? If you didn't want to have any fighting, do any fighting, you didn't need to. You could do all crafting or all uh, all resource gathering, or you could be an entertainer uh, and just entertain people in the cantina. They all kind of interacted in different ways. Um, all the different professions were needed in one way or the other, so you relied on the community for other things. Uh, so you couldn't just do everything by yourself. 
but yeah, the the economy was a hundred percent player driven. All the resources for crafting weapons and stuff were mined from the earth. There was nothing that there was no loot even. Um, everything there you, was no fat loot. There was no fat loot. Everything you got had to be made by somebody. So which is awesome. Yeah. Um, player player made cities. Player run cities. Player run shops. Everything was was done by the player community. And there's just nothing that, like that, that anymore. That's so cool. Yeah, they had it, and then they fucked it away. Yep. They anally violated Star Wars Galaxies. So, uh, Twelve of the professions. Uh, the Jedi, bounty hunter, smuggler, commando, spy, officer, medic, entertainer, and trader. There was no Jedi, actually, at the beginning of the game. But then Wikipedia lies. Uh, and there was 26 <laughs> professions. Wikipedia sucks. <laughs> and I'm a little it, drunk. It, it, was, it was... Oh, yeah. It was changed, actually. Uh, partway through, they simplified the professions oh, into is that a lesser what this number. Is? I think so okay. because it, there was twenty some twenty six or twenty four professions, and you could mix and match as many as many ones as you could. You had the skill points for. Do you remember what you started out with, or what you were? Uh, my mine was a master commando, master Terrace artist. Corey, were you an architect? No, I don't think so. Was there an engineer? <laughs> yeah, you were that. If there was one, you for were. Sure. What's Always. the one that? Because I I remember Corey spent a lot of time gathering resources. Yeah, I, that's why I thought he was an architect. Man, that's weird. Oh, and then I had I another be, character that was an architect. a master doctor. I think you were going towards architect, but you yeah. were what's there was a because there were six starter professions, and one of them led you into trader the crafting. No, no, because this is like Dan said, this is the shitty version, the updated. Because there was no Jedi. There there was Jedi, but you had to spend countless hours yeah. unlocking your Jedi slot. Didn't you kind of um, have to get lucky? Yeah, a lot of it was luck. But Six basic professions? Yep. What were the 32 originals professions in Star Wars Galaxies? Corey, med- medic, brawler, marksman. You were a scout, weren't you? I think it was, I think it was artisan. Entertain- oh, artisan, yeah. I think Entertainer artisan. and artisan. I think I was an artisan going for engineering. Okay. Or surveying? Sur- surveying was, surveying. that's what you used to find what resources, for find where the resources were. Oh, man, I don't know. Advanced professions, it says there was 24 of them. Yep. Creature handler. Droid engineer. I was headed towards bounty hunter. I, d- I want to say I picked marksman, but I'm not positive. Yeah, you probably, I think there's a mar- marksman and brawler were in the... Or no, I think it was just Marksman that was in the Bounty Hunter okay, line. Okay, so I picked Marksman. Um, I had to do Brawler and Marksman um, for my Commando Terrace Kasi Master. Uh, Commando required some hand-to-hand, and then t- Master Terrace Kasi was just a continuation of the, the hand-to-hand combat stuff. Sweet. Oh, God, I love that game. I could talk it about sounds, it for hours again. Like, just talking about it, it sounds awesome. Yeah. Why don't you know? we play it? Why don't we make a new one? I think it'd be easier just for us to play it. You can. I was on the. Uh, there's a subreddit on Reddit. Uh, SWG Emu. Oh, are they still working on that? Yeah, you can play it. You just need. Uh, I've um, tried. That talked about it. I you tried need, logging uh, into the servers not that long ago, and they were down. You need an original, an actual original game client. Yeah, I have one. I have it on my laptop. I tried to log in maybe a month ago, and it oh, wouldn't really? work because the the server was down. I played it right before the Old Republic came out. Yeah, to get ready. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, it was awesome. It was it was unfinished, but they're they're still working on it. So cool. I missed that game. 
Yeah. Nothing will ever fill that void. No. I'll be I'll be scarred forever from that one. Okay. Uh, so that was Corey's number three, Star Wars Galaxies. That's on my honorable mentions, just because it was it was ruined for me, and I'm still I'm still butthurt over that. You should, as you should be, Dan. You have every right to be. I yep. do. I do. Absolutely. Uh, my number three, Star Wars Battlefront. Nice. Um, developed by Pandemic in 2004 for Xbox, PS2, and PC. Um, similar to Star Wars Galaxies, I like the idea of being an everyday grunt in the Star Wars universe, not being a hero. Um, and that, that, that was kind of encapsulated in Star Wars Battlefront because you were just a random soldier um, fighting in a battle. I th- in the second one, I know you could do Jedi heroes. Was there that in the first one? No. Well, you know, I know you played a lot of that. There, there was no Jedi in the first one. Okay. Um, in the second one, if you... Or were, were they NPCs, maybe? There were NPC Jedis, but when you're on your team, you become the Jedi, or you and your friends become the Jedi. I don't know how you got it if you did it like by doing really well, or if it was just random. Right. But I think you were always the Jedi when you were on your team. Okay. Cool, Eric. Um, so yeah, I, like I said, I like the idea of just being a, in anything really, just being a random foot soldier. Uh, I don't always necessarily like to play the right. hero. So that, so that was cool for me. And because the, the Star Wars universe is such an intriguing one and whatnot, it was a great game. So Will, number three. My number three is a game I actually played a little bit of. With Star Wars Episode One Racer, mm-hmm. um, we've talked about this game plenty of times within the last I don't know five episodes. Yeah. So you know the basic concept of the game, but what I really really loved about it is being able to race through the different planets. Like it was so cool being able to race through like uh, Tatooine or Hoth, like just the environments and going through on Tatooine, like the the little chasms and you know your cart or your vehicle being able to barely fit in between like the rock uh, structures and stuff like that. That was just. Uh, so cool to race through the environments and stuff like that. And being able to, uh, I don't know, custom, you were kind of able to customize your racer, right? Yes, you were. Yeah. So you got uh, money for winning the races and mm-hmm. the credits or whatever. Yeah, and you got to, like, customize it and upgrade it and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? And it was just a lot of fun to play that game. I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I'll never forget going to the arcade in uh, Ithaca, New York, because they had an arcade machine of it. With oh. actual like pod you sat in, Ooh. that would be fantastic, dude. Really it was sick, idea. and it had like the the levers, you know, that you would drive I, with it. I didn't know such a thing existed. It existed. That's I amazing. It. it was awesome. Okay. Yeah, uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer, developed by Lucas Arts, nineteen ninety nine for Nintendo sixty four, PC, and Dreamcast. Like Will said, nothing more needs to be said about the game because it was awesome. I had a Dreamcast. I don't. I think I had it for sixty four though. Yeah, yeah, I had it for. I, we had it for sixty four. Um, I, I have it to this day, back legally backed up copy. Yeah, for my PC emulator. I want to get a Nintendo sixty four. I would love to have a Nintendo sixty four. Billy has one. Does he? He's got a lot of games for it too. Could we break into his apartment and steal it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's he do that. Care. No. Well, I'll have Tyler get it. Oh, there you go. Tyler. Be By our the way, henchman. quick update on Tyler. I told him once. I asked him when he was done with school, and he's like, why? And I was like, well, you got to come and beg for your job back on the air. He said he won't. Oh, okay. He's throwing away his life. He's fired. Yeah, he's done. All right. I was going to have him come take some pictures. I guess not. Yeah. He wants to be a dick. Huh? All right, Eric, number three. Uh, Number three for me, Star Wars Galaxies. Mm-hmm. Um, We just talked about Star Wars Galaxies, so we don't really need to do that again, but... Do you remember what your character's name was? No. 
I'm nah. trying. I'm trying to remember. Do you remember what you were gonna do? Bounty hunter. Bo- that's right. Okay, yep. we, we said that. I want to get to bounty hunter. I remember perusing the the sands with you and uh, Chris, uh-huh. picking guy, picking monsters off from uh-huh. from afar with my marksman. Yeah. Uh, I remember whoever it must have been Corey that collected most of our stuff for us. Mm-hmm. We would buy stuff off of him that he made, and yeah, man. Good shit. I remember just being in like the middle of the, the cities and attacks would happen. Yeah, from the op- opposition. Oh, I forgot about all the faction stuff the too. Factions, yeah. I That's mean, right, because we were rebels starting we were. off. We were rebels without a cause. Yeah. Okay. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right, uh, Corey, number two. Numero two. Here's one for you. I've talked about it on this podcast, but. Uh, not recently. Star Wars Droid Works. Oh, oh shit, I yeah. forgot about that game. This is, uh, yeah. couldn't find much about it on the internet. Um, okay. I, it wasn't on Wikipedia's list of LucasArts games. However, it was developed by Lucas Learning. I assume a subsidiary of some sort. It came out in 1998 for PC, and essentially what you did, it was it was a kid's game, but what you did is you built a droid to get you through a certain set of obstacles within a level, and it gave you like a hundred different parts that you would piece together to create a droid, and it would give you per- parameters like... Yeah. Your droid needs to be capable of hovering. Your your droid needs to be capable of speech for this level, and like it would give you those kind of guide points, and then you build a droid based on what it gives you, and then try to get it through the level. And there was a little bit of controlling that you did to do it, uh, but it was it was a lot of fun, and yeah, it was a uh, great game, for, Corey, and uh, <laughs> for a kids game. I'll tell you what, I'm awesome. I'm glad that you you brought that one up because I forgot about that one. I and like too. you said, it wasn't on the Wikipedia. Which is why I forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, I remember <laughs> me, you, sucks. and Jared used to play that one. I oh, yeah. think I got it through... What year did that come out, you said? 98. I was still in school then. I was going to say I got it through book club at school, but I think it was a little old for book club then. No, nah. never, never too old for book club. Maybe I got it through Jared's book club. <laughs> Maybe. <I don't> know. <laughs> How do we get our copy? Did you get it from Jared? I borrowed it from Jared. Book okay. club. And we never gave it back. I don't know. Do we still have it at the house? Probably. It's that was an, a really fun game. It was. I'm guaranteed it's in a box somewhere, though. Yeah, probably. A lot of buggy graphics, I remember, but, I mean, yeah. for the day, who cares? Like you said, it was a kid's game, but it was really cool. Yeah. Building your not, droid. Not enough. That, a game like that, I feel like, would work really well. Sure. Uh, like a PC, like an indie release, like a smaller $10 game. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, a re-release. Yeah. Not even a re-release, just you know, a game in that in that vein. vein. I can't imagine that would be too hard to do nowadays either. Okay, so Star Wars Droid Droid Works. Uh, my number two is Star Wars Episode One Racer, which we already talked about. So, Will number two. My number two is Star Wars: The Old Republic. Um, and we just talked about, it, but I have it up higher on my list for another reason. Is because. Uh, Star Wars The Old Republic is like the first MMORPG that I got into and played with uh, more people than just myself. Because when I used to play EverQuest 2, I was like, I don't know, 8, 9. So I'd be playing it by myself and I wouldn't really know what was going on. I'd play with friends or anything because you guys wouldn't be on at the same time because we'd be playing at the house or whatever. And we'd, you know, fight for computer time. And I mainly played on Corey's account so I could never play with uh, Corey. 
But playing the Old Republic, I got to play with all you guys and, and Chris and a few others, and I had really a lot of fun playing with people. Was yeah. it magical? It was very magical. Made me misty-eyed. I'll tell you, Will, it's uh, it's a shame that you weren't old enough when we had our EverQuest week. Oh, oh that was a lot of fun. Man. <laughs> we got, Kyle got his J-boots. And, Kyle got and me, a poopy, my, and a poopy butt. me oh. my J-boots. They were I, J-boots for me. I remember you guys playing no, all the time. No, you were there, yeah. Yeah, I just watched. Yeah. And not want to go to school, but you guys made me. <laughs> I didn't want to school either, and I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I was in college, so I just didn't even think about going. Same here. Same here. That was, okay. that was back in the day. Back in the day. Good Times were simpler. Yep. All right, Eric, number two. Number two, Star Wars Battlefront, which we talked about. Uh, that game's just right up my alley. Uh, a shooter, you know, with the ticket system, right? Didn't that one have the tickets? I don't know what tickets It is. counted down your, your tickets for yes. your Yeah, I had tickets. Yeah, like Battlefield. Um, yeah, and, I mean, it's a Star Wars, the universe, so, I mean, what's not to love about that? Yeah. I wish they would come out with another one. Which yeah. apparently they were going to. Of course. They got sacked on us. Battlefront 2's on Steam. <laughs> they have a collection of you a bunch of me, awesome man. Star Wars games. It's $100 for like 10 or 12 Star Wars games. Yeah. And I'm because of, we're talking about all these games, and yeah. even the ones that I have on my honorable mentions list, like uh, that would probably be worth it. That's something I would get. Battlefront Two, on. something I could probably sink my sink my what teeth would, right down. All on. the good ones are on there. What? What would be a fun one for all of us to get? In Battlefield, Battle, Battlefront, Battlefront, Battlefront Two. Battlefront would be great for us all to play. Yeah. Well, so would uh, the real time strategy. Oh, Empire War. Yeah. Yeah. Either Ten of those. bucks is Battlefront Two. <laughs> I feel like we have our our RTS. Yeah, we do. That's the thing. Well, no, we do. But I, you you asked, so I was just saying. I'm thinking about investing though in that hundred dollar pack of Star it? Wars games. Yeah, Cause I, I would get so much use out of that. I don't think I would do that, but uh, ba- Battlefront Two is definitely one. If you guys want to play, I would totally get. Okay, I'll buy it. All right, let's buy it. I don't even care. I'll buy it. I don't give a fuck. I don't give. I don't even care. All right, Corey, number one. Number one. This is another one I had no idea was developed or published by LucasArts, uh, and it's called Pipe Dream. Pipe Dream. It was actually developed by the assembly line in 1989 for various computer platforms. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, uh, what's the, it's like the solitaire of, of the, those days. It was just, it, it seemed like it was on everybody's PC. Yeah, it came just with on everybody's PC that I knew. I know our uncle had it. I think it came with Windows. Windows like ninety five. Windows ninety five, something like that. Yeah. So, so Pipe Dream is a, a grid, and there is an input and an output. And through the input comes green goo. And your job is to build pipes fast enough to get the green goo through the input out the output before it spurts out of the pipe into your grid. It's like hacking in Bioshock. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly, exactly right. it. Yeah, that's uh Thanks. that's Pipe Dream. And, Job, and, <laughs> you, did you know it. how I love puzzle games. That's not <laughs> that's not really that's kind of a puzzle game, but uh it I don't know if it's it's sad commentary that that's my number one LucasArts game or yes. if it's just that good of a game. But uh I think if we're talking, you know, my favorite one of all these that I would love to go back and play, it would have to be Pipe Dream. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. Is that the pancreas you guys talking? Sound like you're really let down. Dude. Yeah, I think you're blowing smoke there. I'm just surprised that LucasArts made that, or developed, polished it, or developed it, or whatever. Polished, developed, right? No, it was, it was developed by the assembly line. Oh, and published by LucasArts. Yeah, that's weird. It was actually called Pipe Mania originally. Okay, nice. Been there. It's a classic. All right, my number one, Knights of Old Republic, the first the first Knights of the Old Republic. We, we talked about this already. I don't need to get into it. Uh, awesome game. I'll probably end up buying it again and playing it again. So Knights I, of the Old Republic. I just looked in that Star Wars pack is 100. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of good games on there. There are some good ones for so. sure. It's tempting. Will, number one. Mine's the Star Wars Battlefront games. Um, so awesome. We talked about it, but those games were so much fun, and it sucks that the third one got canceled. Yeah. So far, I, they better come out with it. It really does, because I would have bought that in a heartbeat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have done anything to get 60 bucks to buy it. Especially with how awesome that, uh, what was that called? The gameplay thing that we yeah. saw? Yeah, what the... was that for? First Assault or something like that? Yeah, First Assault was the um, the infantry combat only yeah. with no vehicles. Oh, that would have looked so, so good. Oh, and I then... didn't see that. Yeah, look, there's there's more uh, gameplay for that. What's it called? First Assault, Star Wars First Assault. Okay, but uh, yeah, it it's a real shame that First Assault, which I would be buying that for the arcade because it's supposed it was supposed to be out by now. Right. Um, and then you know Battlefront Three looked awesome from the I don't know the, the alpha gameplay that we saw, uh-huh. and just a real shame. Yeah. Hopefully, okay. it ends up getting made though at some point yeah. by somebody. Yeah, agreed. Okay, Eric, number one. Number one for me is uh, Episode 1 Pod Racer, mm-hmm. hey. uh, which we've already talked about and previously the past few weeks. Um, like Will said, up- upgrading your, your pod and betting money and just the, the – I just remember the tracks were awesome in yeah. that game. And, oh, man. Like I said, playing in the arcade, just one of the better games I've probably ever played. That's a classic. Especially for a racer. I yeah. Mean. It sucked you in, which most racing games don't. Right. You know? How about I, this? Pod Racer on the Oculus Rift. That would be amazing. Corey, I actually want to talk to you about the Oculus Rift during Roundtable. I'm buying it. Are I you? don't care how much it costs when okay. it comes out. What's the Oculus Rift again? That's the the virtual reality oh, headset okay. thing. Um, the more I see about it, the more awesome it looks. How much is that going to run you? I don't know. I think Gee. the dev kit is only like 300 bucks, right? Oh. No. I thought it was like 300 it wasn't oh, as right, it wasn't as much as I thought. It wasn't uh, as much as we're still here. It wasn't as uh, much as I thought. Um, but yeah, I, I agree that would look great in the Oculus yeah. The, de- the dev kit is three hundred bucks. Uh, you don't necessarily want to buy the dev kit though, right? It'll probably be um, less, don't you think? For uh, the depends. Re- retail, depends. Probably. I would imagine it would come in right around three hundred, but yeah. I wouldn't care. Honestly, I wouldn't care if it was like five hundred, six hundred. I would buy it. I don't. I, I want to turn it on and never turn it off. Yeah. Do you, do? Is there any idea when that's supposed to come out? They don't have a release date yet. Okay. It's looking awesome. I've, I watched some uh, uh, Team Fortress Two and Mirror's Edge yeah. played on the Oculus Rift. And Did you it, see that video of that grandma? No. Oh. I wanted to watch it. I didn't watch it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think Episode 1 Racer and Oculus Rift would be amazing. It would be. And, you know, I think it, it'd I be scary. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would make you. I feel like a lot of the first person games where you're actually moving your character around would kind of make you seasick a little bit because you got to turn your head really fast and stuff. Well, but in in Pod Racer, you're looking forward ninety percent of the time. Yeah, it would be fun just to sit there and control it and just be seeing it like you're riding in it. It'd be you awesome. Turn your head and look from side to side. And I think the way I had heard it explained for a first person shooter is you can look in one direction and shoot in another. Like that just controls your head. And your controller still controls your control. So if you're looking forward, you're looking forward, but you can look side to side and kind of behind you and still use a controller and, like, shoot in front of you. Sounds you like I would get sick really quick. I, but I, that, that's amazing, I think. Well, well uh, you wouldn't be able to shoot at something you can't see. Sure. If you're looking you somewhere else. You can do that with a real gun. Yeah. Well, I know it's you called can suppression fire, Corey. I know you can do it with a real gun, but when you're playing a first-person shooter, you're not going to be looking behind you and shooting at stuff in front of you. You could. Yeah, you can. You could, yeah, but it doesn't make practical sense if, you, if you're not, not looking at <laughs> Because in a first-person shooter, you're looking at things that are in front of you. Right, exactly. But like, if you want, if you're if you're running along, holding your gun, and you just want to look behind you as opposed and and still run forward, I think you could do that. And also, like Eric I, said, I with feel like these scenarios, suppression fire. The scenario, yeah, suppression fire makes sense, but I feel like that scenario of you running forward and shooting your gun and turning around to look while you're doing it would never happen because people Wrong. in front of you are constantly, if you're shooting at somebody, they're constantly strafing, you, they're just going to kill you. No, we're not talking Halo. Any first person shooter. No, they don't strafe as much in the other ones. I don't know. I feel like the scenario you guys are describing is very. Of course, suppression fire is a skill you in Battlefield far- 3. That's true. And suppression defense. You gotta lay the bullets out there, man. Sure. Keep other people's heads down. I want, I on the Oculus Rift, I want a zombie survival game. Right up in my face. Well, so it's... Piss myself. I'll tell you what, Valve is, is, is kind of... I think they're kind of embracing it. Obviously, Team Fortress is a, is a Valve game. Um, I think they're kind of working with the Oculus Rift, so you can pretty much guarantee Left 4 Dead is gonna work When is this duo? I don't know. There's I don't no even release know date. About this. I, I'm I'm sure we've talked about it, but like I said, I don't remember anything. Corey's brought Corey brought it up a while ago, yeah. and I just recently started watching videos May, on the Oculus. Maybe Rift. I'll take my hundred dollars I had set aside for my Oya and put it towards <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I got thinking. I was. I don't even. I always think about Corey when I'm in the shower, anyway. Oh yeah. But I got thinking about how how bad he made us all look last week when we were talking about the Oya. And it pissed me off so much <laughs> that how right he was. Uh-huh. It made did, me so mad. Did you smash your beer bottle in the bottom of the shower? I wish I had one to do that with. But I was just like, damn him. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't trying to make anybody look uh, No, bad. I know. You, you, you didn't have to try. <laughs> we, no need I to try the Ouya, there. The Ouya did it for me. Yeah, it did. <laughs> the Ouya spoke for itself. It sure did. Okay. Where were we? Corey, did you do number one? Yeah, I think we all did. We're all good. We all did number ones? We did. Okay, let's get into honorable mentions then. Uh, I put... (laughs) Will and I look at each other at the same time with the exact same reaction. Did I skip you guys? No, 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 because I put games that I hadn't even played on my Uh, And I played my five and four games I played like only an hour of. We just... We shared a moment. Also, you guys, I'm, I, I take it you guys don't have honorable mentions, no. is what I, you're saying. Turns yeah. out I couldn't scrounge any up, Dan. Okay, your five and fours were both honorable mentions. 
okay. for hopefully being good games. Right, right. <laughs> Possibly being good games. Okay, so I have Knights of the Old Republic 2. Uh, I like Knights of the Old Republic 2. Uh, refined the gameplay elements from the first one. I didn't think the story was as good, so uh, that didn't make my list. I put Star Wars The Old Republic. Um, I really liked it, but it didn't like, make my list because the free-to-play wasn't very good. Star Wars Galaxies, obviously, pre-combat upgrade and new game enhancements uh, was a great game, but after those supposed quote-unquote enhancements it was crap uh star wars republic commando is actually one i wanted to put in number five instead of shadows of the empire um but i had already made my list and i didn't have time to change it so star wars uh, republic commando was a first person shooter for xbox uh and it was a really awesome shooter one of those games again i don't know what it is about these games but i don't remember that much about it i just remember (laughs) i really 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 liked it for xbox um it was one of the better xbox first person shooters um, but honestly, other than a little, like I knew it was really squad based. Um, I actually watched a little bit gameplay video to try and jog my memory about what it was about. Cause I, I just don't recall it all, but basically you play, you play a, a squad of four elite, uh, Republic troopers. Um, I don't even know when the game takes place, but it's some, sometime during the new trilogy. I know what game you're talking about. Yeah. Actually, it yeah. was awesome game and I loved it, but I, I don't know. I just don't remember it at I think, all. I think I watched you play it multiple times because it was one of those games that I was like, oh, "This looks, this looks awesome." Yeah. And I'd watch you play it. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. And then I put Empire War too because it was a great real time strategy based in the Star Wars universe. So, mm-hmm. um, I didn't. I wanted to put uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade for Nintendo on here because that was a Lucas Arts game, um, but. Compared to all the other Star Wars games that I have on my list, it didn't. It wasn't worthy of cracking the list. So couldn't I, haul, I, huh? No, I couldn't. I couldn't put it on there. And like the non-Star Wars games that are on there are not very good. So at least, at least what I saw. So I hadn't heard of any of them. Yeah. So I didn't put any non-Star Wars games on there. But Corey honorable mentions. Uh, I have three just because I've heard a lot of people say these are their favorites. Most of these people are a little bit older. But uh, three three early 90s computer games, Grim Fandango, Secret of Monkey Island, and Day of the Tentacle mm-hmm. are all supposed to be really good. <laughs> really, the These people's opinions of uh, best LucasArts games. Yeah. But, uh, Day of the Tentacle sounds of like one of those uh, anime porns. Yeah. You know? Day of the Tentacle? Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't you see that? There's a few other um Star I, <laughs> I think you have seen it, yeah. There's a few other Star Wars games like uh the old the old X Wing games, um yeah. that I, I never had for PC because we did, I don't think we didn't have a gaming PC when those games came out or a PC period. Um I have some blank spots. The Jedi Academy games I never played, even though they're supposed to be really good. Um I wanted to put the Force Unleashed on there. The first one was okay. It was good, not great. Um, I had never played the Force Unleashed two, so I actually almost put that on my list, but I never played it until I found Empire at War. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, the Force Unleashed, uh, and I think that's everything, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and be back with our feedback and roundtable discussions right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 91 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment, so let's get started. Uh, As you know, we've been drinking for, we got 24 new followers, a couple likes on Facebook, so uh, we're slowly working our way through those drinks now. But uh, Twitter feedback, 
First is from Idaho Jake, who says, hey, hey Eric, what do you think uh, Madden should take away from FIFA to make it better? I was thinking about this, and I think I've mentioned before, I just don't think football translates well to video games. Translate as well to video games. As well as hockey or soccer. Or the the footy. Hockey can translate as well. Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't anymore because they do a shitty job, but hockey and soccer, I think, translate the best out of any of the video game or uh, sports to video games. I don't know what Madden could take out of it. I think they need to shorten the games up. I've always talked about how I love the length of a, a FIFA game. It's perfect. 15 minutes, you're done. Uh-huh. But you feel like you, you, you got your money's worth there. Um, Madden games are too long on the internet. And the, the connection's always shitty, no mm-hmm. matter what, when you play an online game. And that's what I love about FIFA is the online. So that's mostly what I'm, I'm familiar with. Um do you think they could improve the single-player experience to a point where it would be more interesting to play? For Madden? Yeah. No. I really <laughs> don't. Okay. Because I'm all about, all about the competitiveness. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's... You can only play against the computer so much. Yeah. For me. At yeah. Least, you know what I mean? It gets to a point where I, the computer's just not good enough. It's right. not a person. They can't think. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, and, I, and the, the, the harder you play it's, it gets, it's cheap. It's not it is, better. It is exactly like the difference between when I did play Madden the difference between junior varsity or whatever, junior varsity and varsity was ridiculous. Yeah. Like you'd kick the computer's ass by like 30 points and then you'd turn the difficulty up and you, One, you're throwing yeah. six interceptions Exceptions. a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just silly. And it just, I just don't think football translates as well because with with soccer and hockey, you, you're moving constantly up yeah. and down, up and down, and it's much harder to score. And when you do score, it's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. You just you get that rush more. You don't have those moments in, in in a Madden game where you're like, holy shit! You know what I mean? You don't get that that 90th minute, yeah, or your third period or your overtime winner. You know what I mean? You don't get that. There is that in football, like in the actual sport, oh, real life, but not, absolutely. In, in in the video game, I don't, I don't. You're right. I don't think it captures it as well as in no, hockey or not or, even or, close. Or, or the footy. It doesn't. And I'm sure they could do it. I'm not smart enough to figure out how they could do that. But right. that I think that's what they're missing. They're not. They're not bringing that to the table enough. Right. You know, and they, they they definitely need to shorten the games. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have a good start with the the way the game looks. It looks great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Speed it up a little bit somehow. I don't know how you would do that because you have to pick your plays and whatnot. But yeah, I'm a big football fan, and I'm just I can't get into Madden. Yeah, I can't. Uh, from the single player perspective, I think part of the problem is football is football. That's it. You know, there's the NFL, uh-huh. and there's nothing else. Right. You know, uh, the all the other sports have a lot of international yeah. leagues. Oh, great. Um, with with players from all all over the world, and I think that helps. That's one of the coolest things about FIFA that I've really gotten into lately is the Ultimate Team. Mm -hmm. Finding the different guys around around the world, and I know Madden has Ultimate Team too, but it's not like it's not the same. And that's what I said when I saw Madden was adding Ultimate Team. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's just not going to be as good because it's just it it has one league to choose players from. FIFA has countless leagues with countless teams. Same with hockey. hockey. It's even baseball has yeah, a few minors. different professional leagues too, right? And, it's and minors. Just, I don't know. It works for college football. What's that? Well, that, uh, that the ultimate team. That's because there's a ton of teams. Did they have it? They have I think they're team? adding it in 14. Are they? Yeah. There's a ton of teams though. I mean, how many college football teams is there out there? Oh, so many. Like Division One only hundreds. Hundreds and hundred and forty 
four. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Even so, I just I can't get excited about that. You no. know, I I just the other thing about those games too is like I, I've always talked about in FIFA how the difference between the good players and the bad players is really noticeable, mm-hmm. and like. I always bring this example up. Podolski on Arsenal has a great left foot, terrible right foot. And I love how they really show that in the game. Uh, like, he's rarely going to score if you kick it with his right foot. And that's how he is in real life. You yeah. know what I mean? And guys like Ronaldo have great dribbling. You know what I mean? Just stuff like that. And then in a hockey game, Crosby, you can't get the puck away from him. That's true. Which sucks to play against. Right. But, I mean, that's how it is. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in football, I think it's harder to really show how dynamic those players can be in real life. Like, take, for instance, a guy like C.J. Spiller on the Bills. It's just harder to to bring that across in the video game, in a football game, yeah, than it is yeah. his, in those other games. Yeah, his breakaway speed. Like, yeah. you could you could have him be faster than everyone else. It just doesn't feel the it same as, yeah. it, as it is in real you life. You know, it really doesn't. And, yeah. I, and I don't know how they could fix that. But yeah. that's, I think, what's missing. I don't know. You know, like I said, I don't know how they can fix that, but well, I shouldn't say the NFL is the only professional league because there's the Canadian Football League too, which is professional, but it's it's different. It has its own. Yeah. The field size is different, and the oh, there's there's the it's silly European football. No, I think that folded. Th- that folded. I think yeah. we talked about that before yeah. too. But. So yeah, that's those are some of the things I think that they that the other games do well that Madden just doesn't bring to the table. Yeah. Okay. So there's no hope for it. I don't think there is really. I just don't think it translates well to a video game. Yeah, it's just a bro gamer thing, really. It'll sell millions of copies every year, regardless, which is God, sad. and damned if I might not be one of those copies. Oh, you I know will, what? I will be. I know I'm buying the next NCAA football. Sure, yeah, and I probably I'll I'll probably get that one. I don't know if I'll get Madden, but I'll probably get that one. Yeah. That's I think that one's way more fun. I, I love Dynasty. Better yeah, options so for fun. the college football well, game. Recruiting players is awesome. It's yeah. a ton of fun. The online Dynasty is great. When you're competing with other like people in your Dynasty for players, yeah. it's so cool, and you can See, like crap like talk crap about their university. Yeah, it's great, and, and recruiting against them is a ton of fun. I got it last year, and, and the guys I was playing with, we only played one season, and I was like, I, I was looking forward to doing more too. Yeah. Did I play with you? We we never got our game in. We're we're gonna schedule it to be the last game of the following season. Oh, that's right. Because we thought it'd be a big game. Because, Jeff was our commissioner. Yeah, he stopped advancing the All week right. one time. And then, yeah, we'll have to get into that this year because it's it's really fun. Yeah, it's great. Really fun. Yeah, but I don't know. Still, I, it doesn't even come close to comparing to FIFA for me. Yeah, not even close. Okay. So. All right. Uh, email. From Donnie T, who says, Hey guys, I wanted to say that a Spyro remake would be pretty cool uh, if they remade Spyro Year of the Dragon uh, with better graphics and maybe a modified story. I probably spent hundreds of hours playing these games, uh, and they were just so much fun. It was, Spy- was Spyro Year of the Dragon the first one? Uh, yes, I think it okay, was. Okay, because that was the one I played a lot of, too, and it was it was awesome. With Nasty Norton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it was. Was Wasn't it just Spyro? Just Spyro the Dragon? It was probably just Spyro <laughs> the Dragon. Um, but I, I did play that a lot from a for PlayStation, it was an awesome like 3D platformer, uh, great game. Um, I didn't. I, did, I, I probably played Year of the Dragon, but not as much as the first one. First one, one yeah. I, the first one was the one with Nasty Nork as the I, main villain. I don't remember. Really? <laughs> well, it was the a long big, time the ago. big green dude. Yeah, I don't recall. Man, Dan. I know. But yeah, they were good. I mean, Spyro now is is all about Skylanders. Yep. Which is huge. Still so want to I, play that. I, I do too. Uh, I can, maybe I'll get that for Wii U. 
when we get when we get our Wii U finally. I think I am getting a Wii U too. Um, I, I kind of want to get one for the Virtual Console, but I'm not going to. Get one. Um, I I forgot to touch on some of the FIFA 14 announcements. I oh. wanted to do that during yeah, that. Yeah, go for it. Um, they just released a, some of the stuff that they're adding to the game. A lot of it's, like like Corey said, with NHL, the same old bullshit, dribbling and improvements on that. Um, it says here they're at, d- discussing a, a global scouting network to assist your career mode club uh, in a year-round search for talent. Um, like I said, I don't play the single-player mode against a computer a lot, rarely, so that means nothing to me. Um I think once you play against other people on FIFA, it's just playing the computer is almost brutal. Yeah. You know? It's just, it's not, it's not realistic. It sucks. Um, and another thing that they're really pushing is this peer shot. It promises players will auto-adjust their stride and angle to try and find the best target when shooting on goal. So that means a more natural feel to when you're getting the ball and shooting it right away? Rather than making it seem... Is it like auto-assist aiming, kind of? Like in a first-person shooter? I don't know. The, the way it seems to me is that, like, you know, you're getting the ball. F- ball's coming across to you. You kick it with your left foot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, just just the way the ball is coming to you, like, I guess maybe there maybe it is a little bit of auto-aim, but it kind of shoots more naturally with the way your body's moving. Okay. Um, as opposed to, like having something weird and awkward looking. I don't know. I don't play FIFA, so. Sometimes it is, but. Okay. Um, That combined with new shot animations, and it says they're meant to make finishing a more exhilarating experience, properly capping off the tension from building up a scoring opportunity. Um, I don't feel like you could make it a more exhilarating experience for me. Nope. I'd jump out of my fucking chair sometimes and, like, scream. Yeah. Like, scream out loud. Well, you'll scream louder. I guess. I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> really? I mean, I I don't know any ways they could they could improve that game. So, There's just a few touches here and there. So like here, NHL 11. I was going to say, here's the thing. Don't fuck with it. Right. <laughs> Do you think they're going to change enough to make, to make it bad? I hope not, Dan. I really hope not, because I love having the updated rosters and yeah. everything, and hopefully Arsenal brings some new guys in, and, and it does matter in those games who you've got on your team and shit i hope if they don't fuck if it they up. don't make it bad how are they ever going to make it good again i know Corey, and that's what i'm worried about i just there's not a lot to improve on i are don't you, feel like are you talking about new coke new anything no coca-cola did that back in the day they made new coke and it tasted like Pepsi, and people hated it. So they so so they made so they re released they re released Coke Classic and and made a freaking fortune off of it. It was it was a clever marketing ploy. Wow. That I don't I, I can't see EA being that s- smart. No, no, they can't be. I hope they don't really. I mean, they do that with they take out things whenever they make a new iteration that people don't really pick up on. Oh, that's true. Back later. Madden for the Madden for Xbox 360 when it first came out had like nothing in it. Yeah. As it's compared all, to yeah. the, old... the new generation, they do it with a new generation because they can, you know. That's true. There's a large enough graphical improvement that they can rip out everything they've spent the whole generation building up. That's true. That's a good point. Opportunities in FIFA 14 will be rewarding and great goals will look stunning. They already have that. Yeah. Don't fuck with it 
I'm gonna buy it regardless. Right. I mean, well, you're not gonna know it's gonna suck until you play it. Right. Here's a question for you guys. I'd say this for roundtable. I already have like three things I want to talk about, but what point? Well, Dan, not necessarily because you don't know if you're gonna get a next gen console. Undecided. Right. What point do we stop buying games for this gen? Because I want to have FIFA on my next gen, but I also don't want to wait. Well, I mean, you should probably buy it when it comes... Because it's going to come out in... September. September. New systems won't come out until October, November. So you're going to end up buying it for both if it comes out for both, right? I don't want to do that. I'm waiting. Well, you're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I right, mean, let's, let's, let's be realistic Let's call here. a spade a spade. Right. You're right. I'm going to do it, you're, too. You're probably... You're, yeah. And then next year, like, when next year rolls around, if, if none of your friends are buying it for Xbox, then you just won't buy it for Xbox. You'll just get it for your new system. PS4. That's probably what's going to happen, yeah. Yeah. Are you putting all your eggs in the PS4 basket? Yeah, I'm pretty confident I'm getting a PS4. Regardless of what Xbox is. PS4 I'm only. Sti- no, I'm open to getting the Xbox still. They got to bring me back. I'm getting a PS4, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. Money's there. Done. It's already set aside. Yep. Okay. Oh, Eric. Uh, anything else? Sp- Spyro? I, w- I would love to see a Always Spyro. Always wanted make. to play it, never did. Yeah. It's good stuff. Check on the PSN, see if they're I should. On, the, on there. I should do that. Um, PS- PSN's great, by the way. Can I tell you that? Yeah. I uh, some good games on there. I told Corey, I, I signed back up for, uh, what's it called? Plus. PS, PS Plus. Got Demon Souls for free. Nice. I haven't played it yet. Uh-huh. I just don't have that time right now. And uh, like I said, I got Guacamelee, which we'll talk about later. Uh-huh. But they've got some great fucking deals on there, man. They really do. That's good. They've got a huge backlog of games, yeah, too. Yeah, they do, and everything's a good deal. Uh-huh. So, Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Spyro. Uh, moving on to Facebook feedback. This is from Valerie in Illinois who says, Hey, boys, I'm enjoying your podcast. It's Ryan from Iowa demanded. I listened to it. Uh, one piece of feedback. I found it interesting that you are called Thumbstick Athletes if there is no thumbstick in your logo. That is all. I noticed that before. I think we – did we bring that up, I think, like after our, our – shortly after our well, podcast started? you know our slogan. Temper your expectations. Temper, yeah, temper your expectations. I forget. That I don't recall ever bringing that up. To be honest, I, th- I didn't even think of it. I think, I think we did. That. I think we did bring it up. I think we talked about it briefly. Yeah. Maybe we might not uh, have talked to, about toward, it towards the beginning. Yeah, we might not have talked about it on air though. Yeah, I did. I noticed that. I didn't, whatever. Um, that was Corey. D pad athletes probably doesn't doesn't sound as cool, right? It doesn't flow off the tongue, right? D pad ath no. So that that's a good point though. You're right. Uh, no thumbstick on our old school controllers. Thumbstick is kind of a new, newer thing, anyway. I mean, what, was new Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four the first system with a thumbstick? Or I think so. Yeah. Unless you want to count the joystick. No, that's a joystick, not a thumbstick. Duh, Eric. Well, I just want to make sure you were paying attention. I was paying so much attention. The D- D- Dreamcast didn't come out before Nintendo sixty four, did it? Did it? I don't know. I think it might have. It might have. I'm going to say around no, the same I'm not, time. I'm not sure. They were the same generation. Yeah. Anyway. Same gen. So. Uh, so that was from Valerie in Illinois. So new new uh new feedback poster. Like like to hear that too. Mm-hmm. And thanks to Ryan for for helping, yes, yeah, helping us another, out. Another listener. Uh Ryan in uh, Ryan in Iowa. 
says, after Idaho Jake's review and chat with him about Defiance, I am totally on board and just bought it. Here's a great video I suggest everybody watch, uh, especially the ones on the fence about the game. Pretty excited for the TV show as well. Uh, know that I know the whole story, which which they explain in the, whoa, in the video here. Thanks. Um, oh, God. Okay. Uh, my tablet was all screwy uh then i put this game is causing me to miss my xbox a little bit which is true because i would definitely have it and play with you guys if i still have my xbox uh ryan said you can do it with that big beautiful pc you speak about dan uh just minus the experience with me uh and jake and eric and maybe your bros i at least suggest watching some of this video dan it gives us uh good insight to the game and surprise done and surprise done by ign but basically they uh lead the gotta bring this closer to my face <laughs> they let the lead do whatever he wants and talk about it while the ign guy tags along so i i would play on pc but i would be missing out on uh, uh playing with you guys so uh yeah i want i want to get it so uh next piece of feedback is from idaho jake who says we'll we'll actually be talking more about defiance later on the episode so uh stay tuned for that uh, Idaho Jake says, hey, guys, before I talk more Defiance, I want to know what Eric thinks of the new FIFA 14 features, if he hasn't already talked about it. I played with Eric about 30 minutes, and I hope he plans on playing more. I also played with Ryan from Iowa, and I started a clan called Thumbstick Clan. Right now it is just two of us, and I hope to add more. Ryan and I played for about two to three hours, and I found out that you can ride in the same vehicle. And they just added trading between friends. Defiance for me is like Dan's Guild Wars 2. I just can't stop playing it. Uh, in the Arc Fall Challenges, they rank the top 20, and about 90% of the time I'm in the top 10 because I'm a badass. It's pretty cool. Uh, out of about 80 players doing the same Arc Fall, uh, and you are in the top 10. I watched the premiere on Monday, and I think the show is going to be awesome. The CG is pretty good for a TV show, uh, and the story and humor is good, too. I saw on Defiance Twitter page that 2.7 million people watched it, and that is the highest number on sci-fi since 2007, so I think it will be around for a while. Well, that's it for me, at least for now. So... There's that. Uh, did anyone catch the TV show? No. I did not. I started watching it. I didn't watch the whole thing, though. What would you think? It looks really cool. Okay. It, I mean, the actual visual look of it is cool. Is there a place on the internet you can watch it? Yeah, you can watch it right on Sci-Fi, the pilot okay. episode. All right. I'll probably at least watch watch the pilot episode. Although, I, I, I kind of hope it doesn't make me want to play the game. You know? I want to play it, but not by myself. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to have another MMORPG that I play all the time by myself. <laughs> I, I'm debating, Dan, which I, which I should get it for. I get it for Xbox, definitely. If you're going to buy it, get it for Xbox. Yeah, what, are you going to not be in the Thumbstick Clan? Well, I mean, I want to be in with them, not you. Well, I'm not in it. Oh, you're not in it yet? No. Eric's not invited. I didn't get invited. <laughs> I hope I get invited. I'm sure you'll get invited, Will. Okay, good. Uh, so yeah, uh, like I said, we'll be talking a little more defiance later on. Uh, and then Miguel in, in response to my to the moon review card said, uh, I started this game and I quit after two hours more or less and never, uh, came back to it. But someday I will, because I'm like Dan, a beater or whatever card calls him according to that strange anime. For me, it was a little slow and tedious, but I think the story is interesting enough to keep you playing. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it, I understand what Corey, because when Corey first talked about it, he said 
like at the beginning of the game, you kind of are doing things and you're not really sure what the purpose is. Um, but all that becomes clear at the end of the game and you're like, okay, I see, I see why I do that and it makes sense. And it, it does end up adding to the story when you, when you do whatever it is, you know? Um, yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, definitely. If, especially if you're halfway through power through it, I don't know if you'll get the same emotional response that yeah. I did after having not played it for a while. Um, you know, you kind of lose ties to the characters and stuff. Um, I'd say restart it. It's not very long. Yeah, maybe if you're b- bored one day and just just play through the whole thing again. Um, but you know, if, if not, just finish up, I guess, and see see what you think. Um, I was be ready for a cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I put on my review card that you should play it when you're by yourself, so <laughs> other people don't have to see you crying. <laughs> that would be very bad over a video game. So I could just see me crying and. My father walking in. Yeah, he would probably punch oh, you yeah. right in the face. He'd be so, so funny. disappointed in me. Even though he listens and he knows I cried during it or after it or yeah, he both. Made a, he made a comment to me after he heard that. Sure. <laughs> well, he didn't play it, so there. Yeah, he should play it. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it for feedback, right? Sabres Bruins said it to the shootout, fellas. Ooh. Cody Hodgson with a goal of 30 seconds left to tie it. Nice. Two to two? Two's. Okay. All right, so we are in our roundtable. we got quite a bit to talk about for roundtable this week. Uh, Eric, why don't you get us started? I know you had a couple of things you wanted okay. to talk about. Okay, well, Dan, let's start with our taste test yeah. of the Lay's flavors. Corey, yeah. I'm glad you could join us for the taste test tonight. Um, Just throw a couple at the monitor. Yeah. We've got, we left the sriracha out because this sounds terrible. So we just have the cheesy garlic bread and the chicken and waffles. Uh-huh. I haven't had either personally uh-huh. so this will be organic for me yes and it's eric's first try of both of the different kinds finally of chips. got these damn chips where i work so you're trying the cheesy garlic bread for right now right for those that are not in the in the video get a nice little handful yep those are good yeah that's a good chip um i don't think they're garlicky enough just gonna say they're they more could, cheesy they could use more of the Whatever, yeah, seasoning, whatever you call it, yeah. I taste the cheese more than the garlic. Yeah, it does have that hint of garlic bread though. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. That's a good one. Yeah, a little more flavor though. Yeah, a little more. I th- I think they would do well with a little more garlic. Absolutely, it was a little light on the garlic for mm-hmm. me, but uh, they they were very good. You're absolutely they are good. right. Really good. Corey, Will's trying them right now. Corey, we're gonna throw some through the monitor. Corey, have you had those? Nope. Not bad. Well, you guys said not sure garlic, but a little more flavor, but, right? Yeah, good I, flavor that's there, but it's just it's mm, subtle. Yeah, it's yeah. subtle. And I want it to hit me a little harder. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I bought a bag of chicken and waffles today. This is the one I was most excited to try. Uh-huh. My girlfriend tried one and didn't like it, but she's a female. My wife didn't care much for them either. I said. She goes, it doesn't taste like chicken and waffles. And I go, well, have you ever had chicken and waffles? And she goes, I've had them separately. And I go, well, you haven't had them together. <laughs> together, right. So, chicken and waffles. That's not really a thing up here yet, so. No. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I thought those were those are my favorite. They're amazing. They're fantastic. Yeah. It tastes like... Syrup and sausage. Yeah. It tastes like maple sausage. Yeah. 
and I love maple sausage. Yeah, those are I those are my favorite. I definitely like prefer those over the 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 cheesy garlic yeah. ones. Yeah, more flavor too. Mmm. I, I I well, cause I we got those a couple weeks ago, and I right. and I ate them, and and you guys were I think it was you were like you have any left? I was like, oh <laughs> no, I ate them all. Delicious. That one's fine. Oh, they're great. And the sweetness is a little weird on it, but, but it's it works. so good. It works. So good. Wow. Yeah, wow. The, that flavor was submitted by Christina Abu Judam from Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Thank we, you. We salute you, Christina. Yeah. You did well. Good call. But whoever submitted the other did well, too, but not as. Lays didn't execute it as well as they did this. Karen Weber Mendham. From Lando Lakes, Wisconsin. That's going to win. The cheesy garlic bread's going to win. Probably. Because it's more s- s- user-friendly. It's yeah. more universal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone I talk to, that's the, the cheesy garlic bread are their favorites. But I definitely stand by the chicken and waffles. As do I. We will not be ruling on sriracha. So the Thumbstick Athletes are putting their support behind the chicken and waffles. Yep. And as should you. Corey will... Uh... Corey's had chicken and waffles. Oh, you had the chicken and waffles one? The chips? Yeah. yeah. No, I've never had the chips. I I've it. only had sriracha. Oh. What'd you think of sriracha? I liked them. I, I I know people didn't really care for them, but I liked them. Okay. Were they too hot? No, I didn't think so at all. Okay. Cause... My girlfriend thought so, but they didn't bother me at all. Yeah, see, sriracha's a little too hot for me, so I think it, if, if it's, it's close to that. It's definitely not on, on par with the actual chili sauce. Okay. Well, maybe I'll give them a try if I see them sitting around. Well, I, I would I wouldn't mind a small bag. Yeah, I'd have to try them too. You got a winner from Buffalo, Drew Stafford in a shootout. Hey, oh, yeah. Stafford won it. Won it. Wow. Okay. Oh. Uh, so yeah, that was our oh. chip taste test. What's up? Okay, next uh, for roundtable, Corey actually didn't hear about this. I'm interested to see his thoughts from Kotaku today. Disney plans to release a Star Wars film every year beginning 2015. What do you think? Plan, it says... Not surprised. The plan isn't to go with episode 7, 8, 9 in three years, but rather to run spin-off films in between the major episode releases. Every two or three years for the major. So. I mean, are you excited? Are you... Is it stupid? Uh, uh, I mean, I'm excited as long as they're good. Yeah. You know, if if they come out with a good film every year, I'm fine with that. I like I like that it's they're not just doing the, the continuing the story every year. That there's the major releases and then the spinoffs in yeah. between, because mm-hmm. that gives them a lot of opportunity to get some new creative energy in there and just change things up and and give it a different feel. And they can go they can make one that's a little bit darker and or one that's a little bit more lighthearted and you know they can they can totally change the the vibe and that makes it a little more fun i mean it's the it's the reboots that the movie reboots that people are really really loving these days like the uh the new spider-man reboot i thought that didn't do as well i thought people really liked it Uh, maybe i'm thinking of the was it the x-men one that was really good x-men was really good um the new new x-men one the what do they what do they call it the new class no that's I don't know. I, I liked every X-Men movie that I saw. I, actually, all of the superhero movies that I've seen, I've liked. I didn't like Iron Man 2 I haven't seen very much. 
It wasn't nearly as good as the first Iron Man. I mean, the Batman movies are fantastic. Yeah. And we were okay with seeing three Lord of the Rings movies in three consecutive years. Um, They were all shot at the same time, though, kind of. Yeah, and... I like the idea of the spinoffs. I th- I think that's that's going to be where the where the awesome. Although I mean I I trust J.J. Abrams. I hope that there's not a lot of uh, overhead that kind of tries to strong arm him into doing one thing or the other. I hope he's given creative, uh, yeah, creative control a lot over over the movies um, because I do trust him in, to make a good movie. So. But I do like the idea of the spinoffs. I think that I think that's going to be where the cool, cool new characters are and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, like Corey yeah. said, they could explore the maybe some of the seedier sides of the Star Wars universe, which is what I wanted to see in Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Nope. It's going to be interesting for sure. I'm not seeing that in thirteen thirteen. No, nope. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> is that kind of what you were going with, Corey? Yeah, for sure. Um, but like I said, I st- I still trust J.J. Abrams to do a good job. I. I, I'm hoping he doesn't let us down. I just hope they don't completely abandon all the expanded universe stuff, I th- even though I think they're going to. Because that's kind of already canon in my head, even though it wasn't official canon. Actually, funny enough, I got into all that stuff playing Star Wars Galaxies. Um, I would spend hours on those, this official Star Wars website reading reading dossiers for the different characters that were in the expanded universe. Mm. Hours and hours. Fascinating so, stuff. Yeah, it is. And Corey's you got nerd. a knife. I was gonna say he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna cut me because I'm a nerd. All right, so there's that. Eric, what do you got for us still? Oh, I just wanted to briefly discuss. I think I have made a decision that, in conjunction with my PS4, I'm gonna get a PS Vita mm-hmm. because I think they're gonna be tied in pretty heavily, and I'm gonna like to have my games with me. You know, where I don't have to necessarily boot up the TV. Like, if I want to play in bed late at night, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not disturb the, the lady. I can have my PS Vita or on a road trip or, you know, I just think they're going to integrate it well, it seems like, mm-hmm. to me. Corey and I kind of discussed that a little bit. Yeah, that's the impression they gave, at least. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, but... Um, God, I want a 3DS, too. Yeah. At least 3DSs are pretty cheap and they got already have good games yeah yeah there's a lot i'm looking more at potential well there's a handful of good games out there for for it right i mean i could get the call of duty right and the assassin's creed one two there's that (laughs) uncharted no but they're they're... (laughs) uncharted i would get though there 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 is some good titles for the ps5 and there's going to be more coming out so it's it doesn't have the the library that the 3ds has but Mm -hmm. um like you said, the potential tie-in with the PS4 is is big. You know, big, yeah. So, okay. So yeah, that's it. All right, all right. Will, what do you got for us? Um, my roundtable is an article on Kotaku. Um, one sec, let me get it up. Um, okay, the article is written by Patricia Hernandez, and it's some don't like Bioshock's forced baptism enough to ask for a refund. So basically, before the game even, you know, starts off before you learn anything about Columbia, you're forced to uh, take a, or accept a baptism to be let into the city of Columbia by a priest. And um, 
So a Christian named Bren Malmberg, who is a gamer, did not. He took offense to the baptism, which I found that kind of weird that a Christian took offense to a baptism. I figured like somebody from another religion yeah. would be Someone, more likely to take offense to it. People I, get offended for the. I'm gonna stay reasons. out of this one <laughs> just to make sure I don't say anything I shouldn't. Okay, well I'm gonna read. Um, I'm gonna read the quote. As baptism of the Holy Spirit is at the center of Christianity, of which I am a devout believer, and I'm basically being forced to make a choice between committing extreme blasphemy by my actions and choosing to accept his choice or forced to quit playing the game before it really even starts. Um, of course, I cannot hold true to my beliefs. I also commit this act, I, so therefore I am forced to not play a game. So he would not accept the baptism because he did not want to take... What what I thought he meant by this was he didn't want to, you know, make the choice to accept that Booker committed the actions, you know, the whole uh, wounded knee and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I thought he was trying to get at, but I don't, I'm not exactly sure what he meant by you know between committing extreme blasphemy by my actions and choosing to accept the the forced decision. I didn't understand what he meant by that. Well, I think I think you don't understand what he means because it he doesn't know what he means. He doesn't know I like it's it, it's kind of a crazy standpoint. I don't think there's a large percentage of people that quit playing BioShock because he it's, realizes because of the it's a video game, doesn't he? Well, that's just it. You I mean, you like uh, maybe, when you when you buy yeah, when you buy anything, any piece of entertainment or or media or art for that matter, you you're expecting to be told a story. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and just because you refuse to be told the story that you purchased doesn't mean you should get a refund. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, he actually ended up sending a <clears throat> uh, Valve a letter, an email asking for a refund because he said the baptism scene wasn't marketed at all in the game, so and he didn't know about that at all and he had no The ending wasn't marketed in the game either. Like no. what? What do you want? But uh, this is do, the exact kind of person I hate right yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. But what I found was interesting was Ken Levine, who you know this was his his game. Yeah. Uh, I was watching an interview with him because since I played Bioshock Infinite, I find you know in Bioshock One, I found like how he writes out the story for his games really interesting. So I wanted to you know watch some interviews with him, and he was talking. He's like he doesn't believe in religion at all, yeah. and he like. I don't know. I, I don't know if he's I think he's like an atheist or no, or whatnot. But he was talking about how he doesn't you know get behind religion at all and doesn't. It's not that he doesn't like it, but it's not for him at all. I so th- I found it interesting that you know the baptism thing. Who the guy who's not even like for religion, putting in the baptism thing was something that turned some people off of it. And Kotaku did something on Twitter where they asked people what, like their thoughts about it, and they said it was mixed on how people. Yeah. Uh, well, viewed the scene. If you're looking at it from a purely game standpoint, Booker needed to get into Columbia and he needed to get into Columbia without causing too much trouble. trouble. So if he wanted to shoot everybody in that temple and get the you know, get the police on his ass right away, he, fine. But he didn't at that point he wasn't in the even in the in Columbia yet. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me that you would want to just shoot everybody and go yeah. into Columbia. You'd you know, draw attention to yourself right away. Yeah. I mean, obviously, eventually attention gets drawn to you, but mm-hmm. it doesn't make, you know, he just wanted to get into Columbia. 
you know, yeah. I don't know. It's, I just think that's a dumb argument. In, in his email, he said um, how in Modern Warfare 2, you know, the uh, the there's a mission called No Russian or something like that, and that's where the the Russian terrorists go through the the uh, airport and start unloading on civilians and stuff like that. And he said that he wished Bioshock Infinite had uh, what Modern Warfare 2 was to be able to skip that mission or skip that part of the game. And he says he wished you were able to skip the baptism. But know, even though, stupid. like, the baptism thing was, like, a huge part of the story, like, with how everything in Bioshock Infinite, like, happened. Yeah. So you can't skip that. Yeah, and like I said, not only that, but Booker was trying to get into Columbia without causing a big scene. He just wanted to get Elizabeth and get out. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's just going to go through with it and not not shoot everybody. Well, do you want me to read some quotes from some... Well, they, when they ask people on, like, Twitter what their thoughts, I'll read some of the, the quotes that they got. Um, I got to find them. These are for the people who said that they didn't care. Can't say it bothered me, was what one of them said. Um, I'm agnostic, and I honestly didn't care much about the scene. I found the whole scene actually very comical. And somebody else said, it's not like I'm playing Shepard in Mass Effect where I'm not being myself. I'm Booker DeWitt, and Booker DeWitt doesn't care. Right. Is what exactly. he said. Well, that's, that's my point. He just wants to get into Columbia. Mm-hmm. That's all. Um, the idea... Why, I don't even... Why, why is this even a thing? I don't know. I, th- I think I think what happened is they like started, because Corey. because Bioshock is still popular and there's not a lot of stuff out there about it now because it's been out for what a month. Yeah. Um. I think they they wanted to drum up press for it again. The the gaming media I think wanted to drum up press for it again. So they found one guy who was offended by was offended by that one scene at the very beginning. I don't even think he cared. I think it was one of those things that's like. Let's see how far I can take this nudging his buddies. You maybe, know? maybe, yeah. Maybe you could, I can get a refund. You could absolutely be right. Who's yeah. in their right mind? I don't know. I'm not going to get into it either. <laughs> yeah, why anybody would care about that is beyond me. I got into a religious thing today with somebody at work, actually. So it's funny you brought this up. It was really funny, but I just I don't know why anybody. It, video games are an art form, and they're trying to express whatever they're expressing. They're telling a story. And if you don't like it, that doesn't like, mean you should get a, a, a refund, like Corey said. Sorry. It, it, it's like buying a book and having there be a baptism in the book, and because it didn't say it on the book jacket, you're offended and you need a refund. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Absolutely. Seriously? I, I find the whole thing, religion in video games, be very interesting, especially how Ken Levine wrote it into the thing, because some, religion in video games is something that's not, like, the center focus of many video games, because everybody's worried about being offended. So I found it very interesting that it was in this game. Yeah. I think Ken Levine's, I, I think he's Jewish. He, he grew up in a Jewish background. Yeah, he's, he's not religious now, but he's, he's a Jewish guy. Yeah, because he was talking about, um, it was on IGN, actually, where he did the interview, where him and, um, I forgot who it was, he was talking about how... He grew up in a Jewish background, and how even in Bioshock uh, 1, like, all the main characters, like Sander Cohen and Andrew Ryan and all of them, they were actually based off Jewish yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. If, you see, if you see that, it's like a 56-minute interview. I was bored one night, so I watched the whole thing. It was really interesting to get nice. his thoughts behind the game. But, yeah, I found that article interesting because religion in video games, I think, is kind of cool. Yeah. Because it's something that doesn't... It doesn't a lot of people don't often. want to write about because they're afraid of offending somebody like yeah. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> One Ooh, person I mean, out of how many? He didn't. He offended like, me more with his stupidity than anything else. <laughs> you should read some of the comments where people were saying they were offended. 
Like here, I want a refund on my time. Yeah, having, right. And my brain power. It's like, like Bain Hammond said in the chat: to get into some churches, you have to be baptized. So what's wrong? Racism should be the talk. I mean, if 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 the forced baptism is going to get him more riled up than some of the in-your-face racism. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, he didn't even get to that part, though. Yeah, he, sure, he didn't. <laughs> Apparently, well, he stopped playing because he had to be baptized. No, he 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 was one of those dudes that got be- it day one, played through it, and beat it, and was just looking for something. I want to I want my money back now. Entertain himself with. Yeah. That's that's true. Yeah. But a lot of the comments about why people didn't like it was ridiculous. Like this one guy said, "Eye rolling because it felt like a forced setup to it with overblown Christian symbolism, and the payoff in the ending angered me." God. So yeah, I don't get those people. I don't, I don't get the extremists on either side. Yeah, yeah. Just get the fuck over it. <laughs> it's a video game. I know video games can deal be, with it. Yeah, it yeah. can be a powerful like <laughs> thing, work of art, but it's telling a story. Yeah, it's what. Yeah, so. be more like us. Yeah. Be like the thumbstick athletes and don't, and don't care. <laughs> Just don't care. I don't know. Like I said, from a story standpoint, once again, I'm going to reiterate, Booker wanted to get into Columbia with minimal hassle. And he had to do it that And way. he had to do that to get in, so that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Bless his heart. End of story. That guy is silly for doing that and kicking up a big fuss about it. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Thanks, Will. Yeah. Corey, what do you got for us? Well, now that I'm... I've properly lost my faith in humanity again. <laughs> Doesn't it happen every day? Umpteenth time today. Doesn't Why do you mean... think I play Guild Wars for countless hours every night? Humanity's Although some, well, a lot of, well, well, never mind. Go ahead. I don't go even ahead. want to leave the house some days. Because That's I'm why just... I don't leave the house I ever. Tell my girlfriend constantly whenever we go somewhere, I just get pissed off. I'm just like, I shouldn't be out in public anymore. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I really shouldn't. People are just too. There's got to be a word for it. I don't, Awful. I don't. Just, just like going, going to Walmart. Chill, we mean take a chill pill, and yeah. we should specify we mean the Gen Pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like choice individuals, right? But man, you go to Walmart. Oh. You, I, I'm like on the brink at Walmart, uh-huh. I'm just losing oh, yeah. my shit. You know? Yeah. I there just, was. Um, What's that? And it's happened more than once. Me and my girlfriend, we were at Walmart in Oneana where she goes to school, uh, uh, and she was buying beer, and I knew it was coming. The cashier asks for her ID so angrily that you can tell, like, she thinks she's going to catch <laughs> my girlfriend trying to buy beer underage. This, like, this I know I... I'm going to need to see some ID for this. Yeah, I do. That's just... why I'm going to give it to you, you fucking bitch. Well, not, exactly. only, that, not only that, but I, I mean... I... I, I worked at a at a grocery store and for a little while and you know I I couldn't bring up beer at the because I was a barista in said grocery store so like our one. yeah yeah our our cashier thank you our ca- uh, our register couldn't bring out beer but I always thought you know if like I don't care if underage kids buy beer if they hand me ID that says they're old enough that's all I need to know and I don't care I'm the same way Dan. whatever Corey you know one thing that pisses me off about society is that especially when i i what somebody is going to do is so predictable like what you were just talking about yeah. i hate predictability and if i know it's coming it pisses me off to no end yeah yep i hate it when people are predictable mm-hmm. and most people are mm-hmm. and that's that's what i can't stand yeah just quit being like such a goddamn just... robot 
everyone's just walking around trying to play gotcha all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> gotcha. Just one-upped you. Well, yeah. congratulations, you did it. You really did it. Or, now, can I go home and play my video games or, leave me alone? <laughs> I was going to say, whereas I don't care what anybody else right. does. As long as you're not bothering me, right. exactly. I don't care what you do. As long as you're not bothering me, I don't care what you do. So that's our philosophy. Yeah. We got a little social rant in a, in a nutshell. Yeah. But anyway, Corey, go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the new Xbox coming out. Wait, <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> so this anonymous poster who apparently has a little bit of credibility in the past... I don't know the whole story. Um, enough credibility that some outlets picked up the story and ran with it. He posted some new information about the Xbox 720. Um, I'll start with the least interesting stuff and move to the more interesting stuff, in my opinion. The first is that this anonymous poster confirmed that the VG leaks specs for the Kinect are, in fact, accurate. The only note in that any noticeable lag that we're familiar with with the Connect 1.0 should be gone in Connect 2.0, mm-hmm. which, if is true, is great. Yeah. Um, that was my biggest issue with the whole thing. Was the lag too much latency? Correct. Uh, speaking to the controller, this poster said it's the exact same controller with only some D-pad improvements and uh, some some uh, improved battery life. The 16% improved battery life. Wow. So that's fine. Everybody likes the Xbox 360 controller. Yeah, that's actually great news for me because I think the 360 controller is my favorite controller. Yeah. You um, said it's not changing much? No. Nope. Other than a better, little better D-pad and better battery life, which I never noticed battery life to be a problem. I think after off of two AA's, I would get like 30 hours of of games, which that's a lot, you know, for, for two AA batteries. And then I have the wired one that I use for my, for my PC. Obviously, that doesn't expire batteries, but okay. Great news. Okay. So the OS is also uh, um, the operating system that's running Xbox 720. I'll just read the quote. As a side effect, also, that me also means that contrary to popular... Okay, yeah. So the, the, the operating system will be Windows 8, essentially, without the desktop side of it. Uh, what is it? Windows RT or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So it, what that means, um, and this person writes, as a side effect of that, it also means that contrary to popular belief, Microsoft will be the most indie friendly of all the big three next gen. This is because any app or game that is created for the Windows App Store, after adding controller support, of course, will be playable on Durango. In other words, any random person worldwide can pay Microsoft a $60 license fee for the Windows Store and submit their app game to the store where millions of people can then download or buy it. No expensive development kits needed. Wow. Wow, That's great. Which is huge. Yeah. $60 is nothing. I could buy that. I could buy that even if I didn't have any plans on making a game just because I could afford it. And And that just pretty much means any game (laughs) you download through the Windows Store on your PC can also be downloaded and played on your Xbox. Mm -hmm. Okay. Moving along. Also, the new Xbox will be fully backwards compatible. Uh, it is shipping with an extra 360, what's called an SOC, which I didn't know what that meant, but it's a system on a chip. So it essentially has its own little chip that manages Xbox 360. Um, and also, 
additionally provides processing power to other things if you're not necessarily. So that means you can play any Xbox 360 game you have now, you can put it into your Xbox 720, and that chip will play it. So it's 100% backwards compatible. Now, always online. I'll read the quote again. You are not required to be connected to the internet in order to play Durango games, and Microsoft was never planning on doing such a thing. According mm-hmm. to this person, according to this source. Where, where did you so. get this again? It was it was posted on, I think it was NeoGAF. Um, I actually wrote it on Pastebin and some, uh, some of the publications online picked it up and yeah. ran the story. I've seen um, that a couple different places. So, you know, it, it is just another source. Nothing is confirmed on either end, but I thought it was interesting to bring up because I, I still, I, I, I don't think always online, what we know of is, what we know of always online is that you always have to be connected to play a game. I, I think they're going to have some sort of always connected. I, I still think they're going to require you to have an Xbox Live subscription. Um, and I think that's kind of where the always online thing came from. And that kind of plays into the, like, subscription model. Um, and if, you you know, you pay the $500 for the full console, you can still pay out of pocket for the Xbox Live subscription. It just makes sense that they would want people to have to have an Xbox Live connection. Yeah. To, to, to Because it's more... It gets them more involved with what they're trying to push. Even even if you can't necessarily be connected to the internet all the time, you still have to have an Xbox Live subscription. That you that's, can that, that that's coming from me. I right, have no idea. Right. Yes. That's that's what what we're trying to say, and, and that you can manipulate that from your phone or your tablet or your PC. Also, you can use that for different things on you know your Xbox Live account for uh, different things other than just the Xbox. So that's what I, that's what I'm saying. That's what they're that's what always online means for Xbox. Right. And uh, it would be absolutely crazy for you to have to be connected to the internet to play a yeah. video game on your Xbox. Yeah. Especially if they're going to have this SOC 360 chip. Right. You know, all your old backwards compatible games they they're, they're going to want you to be connected for. I don't I don't buy it. Right. Um if all this is true, good news for microsoft in yeah. my opinion mm-hmm. yeah. we, we we've talked about in the past the ubiquity of windows 8 um and how they kind of position themselves pretty well by by unifying their os across all the different devices and this is just kind of proof of it mm-hmm. so that's that and again this is all speculation did you get from, the did you get the last part of that there was another interesting Thing I thought oh, the the mini the Apple TV yeah the Apple TV like separate console what do they call yeah. it a thun- Thunderbolt or something like not Thunderbolt mini console I don't know they had a name for it a specific name for it and I don't remember what it was I want to say it was something like Thunderbolt but it's basically like uh, it's a set top box that you can play they supposedly you can play arcade games on it's supposed to be priced at about a hundred dollars which makes it so the Oya is even more worthless because if you can <laughs> Didn't, isn't that well, they're releasing an Xbox 360 model that's $100. That's what it's supposed to be. It's, okay. But, and it doesn't have, like, a physical drive. You can't put games in it to play it, but any any game, like, it, it'll do all the Xbox Live stuff, the movies, the TV, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you can also play any Xbox Live or any downloadable games. I need one of those so that I have something upstairs so I can bring my PS3 back downstairs. Right. There you go. And PS4. Poor Oria. So... 
I mean, if if that's the case, that's another knock against the, what the Oya is going to be able to do. You Silly know? Oya. <laughs> I can't believe Corey ever wanted one. What an idiot. <laughs> what a stupid idiot. You know, the first comment uh, on this article, I just called it up quick, is, ouch, Windows 8, and we thought the always online thing was going to be bad. I don't. The Windows 8 vitriol really needs to stop. Yeah, it's probably someone that doesn't even have Windows 8. Probably. <laughs> he not. refused to use it. Yeah. He's too cool. Really using that. <laughs> I always I always refute people that tell me Windows 8 sucks. I'm like, I have it. It's fine. You know, it's it's been a little bit of a handful working with it on, on Will's computer, I'll be honest, but I haven't had a single issue with it. It's not hard to use. Um, it's different. Uh, it, you know, th- there's, a, there's a little learning curve there. I don't know if you want to adopt it right yeah, away, Yeah, I don't know if I'm bright enough to really handle a Windows <laughs> no, 8 you're system. Not, you're not. So, I, I don't know. Well, I, I don't get the hate. People like to bitch, Dan. Yeah. They're playing gotcha again. Exactly. Yeah, so there's a few different comments of those uh, uh, Windows 8, oh my god. And then there's one guy that's just going through and asking everybody why. And everybody's answer is something along the lines of, without you know giving a real good reason, it's always, it's been stated that Windows 8 is a mistake. And it's like nothing of substance. Yeah. No justification for it. Oh, there's no start button. Well, you don't really need a start button. No, you don't. And you know what? If, if you know how to... said there's no start button, that would be a better answer than what i'm seeing here. yeah <laughs> yeah and it's funny that that someone would go through and just call people on that that i like that yeah i, I don't get that i i still don't get the windows 8, 8. it's it's fine whatevs you know i love it yeah i'm not gonna complain about it either okay Is that everything Corey? yeah so hopefully hopefully th- these rumors are true uh, I, at the very least, want Xbox and PlayStation to compete with each other. Yeah, I'd love to want to get both. Yeah, I guess May is supposed supposedly May twenty first, right? Yeah, yeah, when the when the announcement's supposed to happen. So, Sweet. I don't know. I'm I'm still undecided on whether I'm going to go next gen or, if, or build another PC. If they blow your socks away, are you going to get one, Dan? I don't know. We'll see. Three hundred dollars is not bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get the subscription anyway. Not so. bad. What if what if all their online games are cross play between Xbox and PC? And that would be Ooh. another notch in its belt. You damn right me. it would. I, I would think it would make sense that that would happen, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that'd be awesome. Mm. And then I could play Guild Wars on it. And I could play Guild Wars with you. No, that I don't think it would work like that exactly. But well, now maybe. I don't want one. <laughs> Eric, it'll work like that. I, I want to get another Guild no, Wars going because I want my I want my wife to play Guild Wars with me. I want yeah, to play Guild just, Wars bad. You could just install PC games to your your Xbox 720. Uh, that'd, that'd be, be so great. Fucking great. That would be. Okay. Stop it. Um, I have a quick thing I wanted to bring up. You got Dano. I wanted to fill this out a little bit more, but I'm feeling a little sleepy at this point, so <laughs> maybe I'll talk about it a little bit next week too. But my my story is also from Kotaku. Uh, it's an article by Luke Plunkett. I'm bringing it up right now. Luke. It's called A Guide to Surviving the Arrival of New Children and How It Affects Your Video Games. Um, I, I tweeted the article earlier today, and uh, if you're going to be a new parent or are a new parent, or even if you've been a parent for a little while like I have, uh, it's, a, it's a funny article to read, and it gives you some good tips on on, on you know gaming with a, with a new child. Uh, myself, having been through it, I'll give some of my 
advice. Um, I actually had quite a few people tell me when they found out that I was going to have a baby uh, that, you know, they asked one of their first things they asked me is, you know, or told me, I guess, told me in kind of a chiding manner is, oh, you're not going to have time to play video games once you have a kid, um, which, you know, I, I thought was ridiculous at the time. But, uh, you know, after having been through it for almost two years, it's even more ridiculous sounding than uh than than i initially thought uh and I, I guess it all depends on what where you put video games and your priorities of entertainment you know for me it's my top source of entertainment so for some people it's watching tv for some people it's watching movies some people it's reading books it's, it depends on what you do the most i obviously play video games the most i watch almost no tv i don't watch that many movies uh, i read occasionally but not heavily so uh, you know my main source of entertainment is video games um, and yeah, the first month after my son was born, uh, nobody slept. So I didn't play that many games, uh, at all. Maybe a little bit of Xbox here and there, but, uh, you know, after the, after that month passed and he got into a sleeping routine, I went back to my normal gaming, gaming schedule. And now at this point he's, he's almost two. And, uh, obviously I play video games a lot. Um, we started this podcast actually, what, five or six months after he was born, five months, yeah. After he was born, so um, I play more video games now than probably since high school, I would say. So it definitely doesn't cut into your gaming time. Don't listen to people that say that. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Well, because you don't get to play through the main day. People think it cuts through their time. Oh, you have yeah. to play at a different time than you had to. Yeah, before. and you know what? When he when he was first born, like a lot of times you need an escape. Yeah. And video games are my escape. Some people watch TV. It is a little easier to watch TV and watch movies when you have a little one. He's been holding them in their arms and watch whatever. They don't really do anything but sleep and cry and poop and eat. Poop. So, yeah. Um, so, actually, Luke Plunkett addresses that in his article. You know, he says uh, tablets and cell phones are great to play games on. Um, also, handhelds are great to play games on because you can kind of keep the baby in your arms and, and play your games. Um, so, yeah, he, he goes into depth about talking, like, talking about, like, what kinds of games you can play. Uh, he did say games like Skyrim are not good, but I, I disagree with that a little bit. Um, I think games with an escape is, is good. Uh, you know, you need, uh, you need your mental break from, from when, uh, when the new baby's born because it's, it's taxing, uh, definitely, especially the first month. I pretty much was a zombie for the first month after my son was born because he would not sleep. So, um, but yeah. It's uh, it's, a it's not... JD up on his gums, Dan. No, no, we never did that. We would have if he ever got bad with it. We would have. Um, that works really well, apparently. Knock him right out. Yeah. Bane um, Hammond in the chat says he has four kids and it has never affected. Exactly. It, it, like I said, it all depends on where you put video games as your priority. If you're the only the occasional game player, you're probably just going to push your games aside, you know. But I never did because it was my primary source of entertainment. So. Mm. Victory sip. <laughs> Victory sip. So, yeah, like I said, for the first month after he was born, yeah, I didn't play a lot of games. Um, any chance I got, I slept. But after that, back to normal with gaming. Uh, now, as you all know, I play Guild Wars for hours every night. I just I cut into my sleep time to play video games. That's a commitment you've made to yourself. It's, it's a commitment I've made to myself. Um, you know, I give my son all the attention he needs during the day when he takes a nap i I might play some games i'll do podcast stuff when he takes a nap um and then when he sleeps at night i i think i told this yeah uh last week on the episode um because we were talking about you know eric was tired at what was it like 9 or 9 30 when we were playing age of empires every day i was like well eric wait till you have a (laughs) wait till you have a kid when you when nine o'clock rolls around they go to bed you come alive yeah um 
So that's really kind of what happens. So, but yeah, I'm with Idaho Jake. It's it maybe the first month affected my video gaming, but not since. Um, but definitely check out this article. It's got some good tips on there. It's good stuff. Cool. So, yeah. Like I said, after about well, once we started this podcast, I started playing more games than I have in a really long time. So, yeah. obviously, it doesn't affect your gaming that much if you don't want it to. So that's that. Um, any other comments, questions? No. For yep. feedback or roundtable, rather. No sir. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 91 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we play this week segment. I'll go first. Um, I played more Guild Wars 2, which I will not talk about unless someone has a specific question. How'd it go? <laughs> That's not a specific question. That's did just you, a question. Did you do some World vs. World? Of course I did. Um, I also played <laughs> Tomb Raider, which I'm almost done with. I have... I don't know. I was explaining it to Eric, but I didn't do a very good job. I would guess I, <laughs> I would guess I have like maybe half an hour to an hour left um, before I'm done with Tomb Raider. So um, buckle into it, Dan. Yeah, good shit. yeah. It is a really good game. I, I went back to it finally. Uh, That's good stuff. I'm getting was, that tomorrow. I was uploading a oh, bunch yeah? of. Are you from a friend? Yeah. Okay. Nice. I let him borrow Bioshock, and I'm getting Tomb Raider. Yeah, it's it's, it's great. Um, I, I was uploading stuff on my computer and that slowed my internet connection down to a crawl for a couple hours. I was backing up some photos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, I can't play Guild Wars. I might as well play Tomb Raider cause it's, you know, single player game. So I did. Um, awesome. I actually turned the graphics up to high too, and they didn't really look that different to me than medium. No. Yeah. Uh, so I turned it back. It, it ran. It ran a little choppier. It did look a little bit better, but it ran a little choppier. Um, I, I had a little bit of a frame rate, frame rate drop, but it looks so good on medium. I just put it back on medium because it runs smooth better, as silk. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, also, we played another game of Age of Empires. Oh, oh yeah, shit, I forgot about that. So oh. we can talk about that now too. Uh, it was the same teams again, even though we did randomly. randomly. <laughs> yeah, that's it was me and Will versus Eric and Corey again. Um, who did I? Oh, I was the Goss. I was the Goss. I did a random civilization too. So did I. Oh, did you? Yep. Um, so did I. Which, really? So did I. Which honestly, honestly is, I don't know. It's kind of stupid, I guess, because like you don't know what your civilization's like bonuses are. I don't know any of them anyway, so that's why <laughs> yeah, I did it. The tech tree. Yeah. See, I didn't I'm know how to. Do I didn't that. know how to do that in the game. I was doing that beforehand when I was looking it's up the top. civilizations. Um, but I, I ended up with the, with the goths, which I figured out their one of their special things was having really cheap elite soldiers. So yeah, I just made a bunch walls. made a bunch of the walls. No walls, right? What's that? Yeah, they don't get walls if I remember correctly. Either. Oh, really? Yeah, that makes sense. The goths can't build walls. That makes sense because they were the ones that got chased out of. I think them and the Huns chased, chased away by the Huns were the two that don't have walls. Okay. Um, so yeah, we, we did, we did a random map. I'm pretty sure pre- yeah. most of the things were random. Um, so me and Will were on one Island and then like on the North part of the map, Eric and Corey were on another Island. Um, and this time I figured out how to put the score on. So I didn't fall so as did far behind. Um, I still fell behind like pretty fast and w- was behind for most of the matchup. Um, even with, I thought I did a lot better this time, but I was still pretty far behind everybody else as far as the score goes. 
Um, so what ended up happening was before we knew it, everyone kind of advanced in ages. There was maybe some minor minor fighting because we were on two separate islands. There, there, wasn't, there, there was wasn't, no fighting. There was, yeah, very little fighting. Uh, no, no fighting, really. Um, Corey started building a wonder. Yeah, That's we, did, wonder. we decided we were going to go for the wonder victory okay. because of the islands. Right. Um, because there was that barrier, um, that natural barrier, we, you know, you didn't really need walls as much. So, right. Corey started building a thing and me, I didn't think we were going to be able to do anything. So me and Will, I saw the 300 years until victory in red. And I was like, Corey is such a jerk. Yeah. I'm pretty pretty sure I didn't have an army at that point. No, neither of us had an army. I had a couple boats. (laughs) I should have fucking gone and attacked him, Corey. Yeah, none of neither of us had armies. I had like two transport ships, and uh, I only fit like six soldiers at a time because I didn't upgrade it. Yeah, so. I had I had a navy. I had a few galleons. So yeah, you killed my dock when I built it, but I didn't care because right. I I was basically what we were gonna do. He wasn't gonna have any army. He was just gonna get the wonder, and he uh-huh. put walls up around it and a castle. And I came down and built the castle next to it, and I built a pretty good size army and yeah. I was just going to defend it. Right. And then you guys got there. It worked out perfectly for you. I don't know if you planned to do this this way, but probably not. Um, <laughs> no. what happened was I hey, came hey, hey. down and your trebuchets were there and you had a line of soldiers blocking my route and it just worked out perfectly for you that way. So I had to fight through your soldiers before I could get to the trebuchets. And I know I didn't get there in time. The, the first attack, I attacked first. Um, we were going to attack at the same time. Do you, you know the reason why I couldn't attack with you is because I was dumb and didn't make enough transport ships, and I didn't upgrade it so I could fit more than five soldiers. Oh, okay. So I only had four, and I only got like twenty guys over. So I sent my guys in, <laughs> so and you I got I got a couple hits on the wonder, but nothing. Like, yeah, I think Corey repaired it like right away. I took you down pretty good. Um, I got wiped out really fast. Um, and you know, I I I don't know. I don't. I don't think I did anything other than I took down a part of the wall and 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 hit Corey's Corey's thing a couple times and then got wiped out. And Will was like right behind me. Uh, you attacked probably like a minute or two after I got wiped out. Yeah. It wasn't that long afterwards. Yeah, I attacked with. Uh, I was the Britons, and their best force was the longbowmen. So I attacked with a bunch of those um, and trebuchets. That's all had, I really had. You had five or six trebuchets. Yeah, because yeah, I knew Wonders had a lot of hit points, and I was like, all right, I need at least five or six so I don't have to, um, you know, I can take it down quick. Because I didn't have a big enough army at that time because I was scrambling to make it because I knew the 300 years goes by pretty quick. So yeah. I had to, you know, pump out some soldiers. Yeah, so what, what ended up happening? So I took down the Wonder the first time, but barely. Corey's guys were starting to repair it, and I barely got it down, and Eric's guys took out all my longbowmen because he had um, paladins at that point. Uh, and, uh, cavalry are good against archers. Yeah, too. against al- the archers, and I was like, uh-oh, you know, I barely got it down. But I got it down the first Last time. Last second. How many years were we from winning? When Not we too many. It was, less it, than 100. I was going to say it was under 100. It, it might have been like 50. If I had stopped them that time, we were home free. Yep. And I was, was damn was, close, too. I'll tell you, I almost got there, and his fucking soldiers were in just the right spot. Otherwise, I'd have had the trebuchets. Just far enough away and everything. Yep. Yep. So, basically, when that happened, I took it down, and I bought us enough time yep. to uh, be able to rebuild our forces. And you put up another wonder, right, Corey? Yep. Oh, yeah. So, you put up a second wonder, but this time I was ready for it, because as soon as I took it down, I'm like, all right, Dan, we're going to counterattack. So, basically, I made, I think almost 50 to 60 longbowmen 
Um, the you know the crossbowmen in the archery range. I made I upgraded those to like the arrow blasters or something like Arbal- that. Arbalist. Arbalist. Yeah, I made about thirty or thirty of those, and then I had twenty to twenty five pikmen because I knew of or pikemen because I knew of Eric's uh, cavalry. Uh-huh. So I was more prepared, and I had six trebuchets okay. ready. At that same time, because me and Will decided that Will was going to attack Corey, and I was going to attack Eric. And I was sending raiding forces. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I sent maybe two or three raiding forces into your city, Eric. I don't remember what you Yeah, said. I don't remember either. Which um, is what caused Eric to have his army in his base rather than... Mm-hmm. Right, defending defending. And Corey. I had time to get my guys back down. I just didn't for whatever reason. But it wouldn't have mattered. Will, uh, yeah. Will kick the shit out of my guys anyway. I made the mistake of building the walls way too close to the wonder. Yeah. As opposed to, for, like, because well, trebuchets had probably twice the range. Yeah. Um, there's that, that and there's were. also the problem of there wasn't much stone to be found on that map. No, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. So, I built a castle, and that's all I could afford. Yeah, it would have been tough to build <laughs> the walls any further out anyway. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so they beat us. We did. We got our So it's one to one. I think, I think we, we should keep these teams. That's kind of fun. I agree. At this point, we should keep the teams. Yeah, yeah I'm for that. Well, I don't know. Oh, sorry, Corey. Yeah, I could... <laughs> no, no, just uh, I'll, I'll let you guys celebrate your win a little bit. Oh, huh? Corey's all yeah. Okay, Corey. Well, I I think the only reason I think the reason part of the reason we were able to win was because you went for the for the wonder victory. I disagree. Not... Really? Yeah, we should have won that. Do you think? Oh yeah, first time we should have had you. Okay. Oh, I, just, I, I, I just didn't get there quick enough. Well, no, I, I but my, but my that was po- strategic by me. My, my point is that if if, been there. if if you guys if you guys had made a military and attacked us with the military, yeah, yeah well, you guys would have won. That easily. wasn't our plan, though. Right. And what the plan we had would have worked if I had my guys down there early enough, it would have worked. And I had the army. Yeah. I just didn't have them down there soon enough. Yeah. And if I did, there's no way you would have got it. Right. There's a a very specific reason why I went for the wonder victory because you were working. Yeah, and had full internet. <laughs> the game was very laggy. It was super laggy. Was it? Yes. I didn't lag at all. I, I was host. Ton, I, I was host though. Ton of lag. Yeah, ton it was lag. fun though. I had a blast. It was it intense. Was it was a lot of fun. I think I I, I I say it again. I think we should do regicide for our for our game type. Yeah, we can do that. We got to do uh, we got to do the rubber the rubber uh, match match uh, with the same. I say with the same set of rules anyway and then we could switch to something else yeah okay sounds good wait ru- like a best of three rubber match we yeah need... two we, out of three yeah we won one they won one. Oh, of the same match. the same type of thing yeah and then we'll change the game type we gotta okay. get our third or our second win Corey. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was a really fun time though even though i lost i was like man that was yeah that was good shit yeah that was fun that was probably the most fun loss I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't, like, pissed off because, like, it could have gone either way. It really could have. And had I played it the right way, I feel like we could have won, but I just didn't. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, that's how you win, Eric. You play it the right way. I know. And God damn it, Corey, you set me up for victory, and I just let us down. Eh, it's not, like I said, I, I, I should have built the walls further further out. I find I myself thinking. playing Rise of Nations right now. I had the entire... Rise Nations my, is a good game. Throughout the entire game, the only army I had, and I built it just to destroy Will's trebuchets when they showed up, was uh, I had, I think, six of the fully upgraded scouts, mm-hmm. so I could quickly get in there and take them out. Um, but they didn't even make it. Will's longbowmen 
wiped them out before yeah. they even got close. The yeah. longbowmen are sweet. I think my favorite uh, civilization now is the Britons because I love their units. I'll have to counter that. And they're they're powerful enough to they can take down a few cavalry before they even get to you. Yeah, well, because yeah. what I did is I upgraded their hit a moving target range and damage, so they had like an eight range. Yeah, which is really good. Yeah, and then when they got close, my the the arbalist or whatever. Uh, Rapid fired off shots, so I had enough of those to take down when stuff got close. Mm-hmm. Then my pikemen. Yep. Okay. So that was our Age of Empires game, and that's all I played this week. Good stuff. Yeah, it was fun. Very good stuff. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Go ahead. Um, the first thing I played is Battlefield Three. I played it uh, yesterday for I think an hour or two. So much fun. Great game. It's a great game. Um, I did rush and. Did you get any of the DLC at all, or no? No, I don't have money. Oh, that's right. So I can't get really anything. Fair enough. Um, until I start working. But uh, I had a lot of fun. I don't have any really intense moments to really bring up. just had a lot of fun with it. How do you feel? I don't feel like they need to put Battlefield 4 out yet, personally. No, I mean, do. I'm going to get it, but I don't feel like they need it right now. Yeah, they don't need it now. They no. Could, I say they should just wait until the next gen. Yeah, I do too. Well, I mean, they'll put it out for next gen, but still. I mean, uh, Battlefield 3 is still going strong. They still just put DLCs out. I mean. I'd rather them take more time to make a game anyway. Yeah. So. I don't feel like Battlefield 3 came out that long ago. Uh, fall. 11. 2011. Two years? Yeah. Was I, it two years ago? Yeah. I think they could give it some more time and just. Because I, I, I know graphically that's still one of the, like, from a PC standpoint, it's still one of the better looking yeah. graphic, graphical games. I run it on there. medium and it looks awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a great game. I have I enjoy it so much when I play it. It sucks, though, because every time I get into starting to play it, a new game comes out that I have to play and then I forget about it. Like, the yeah. first time was Diablo 3 when that came out and I was like, oh, I gotta play a lot of Diablo for the podcast. Then I forgot about... Battlefield, and this time it was Bioshock Infinite, but I got back to Battlefield a little quicker than I did uh-huh. after Diablo. Such a good shooter. It is. It's a great shooter. It's so much fun. It takes a while to level up. Did you notice that? Yeah. Take... I'm, yeah, I'm to that point, too. Well, you know I'm why? I'm level, well, like, 14. I think it's because they want you to try to use all the different classes. I don't know if you do that or not. Do you? Uh, I use mainly engineer, but I use some, like, assault rifle Yeah, stuff. because the lower level you are at the different classes, the, the faster you'll level up your classes, which in turn, the faster you'll level up. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Like, I, I, I've been using assault. For the medic stuff because I like doing that and get a lot of points for engineers good too though I mean you need that you, you need all of them and that's what's great about that game yeah so recon's a bitch though sniping oh so hard yeah I like that it actually takes skill for it sniping does. in that game it definitely does yeah it's super hard because the bullets drop mm-hmm. hard to get headshots Especially that's they, how it is in planet side too and they reward you for getting a long mm-hmm. headshot too. Um, but the next thing I played was uh, Deus Ex: Human Revolution for the computer. That was my game of the year for 2011, and uh, I for some whatever, whatever reason I was watching reviews on the internet, and there was this one guy who uh, was I was just looking through old reviews. I saw like the Aliens Colonel's Marine review of this guy, and um, I was watching the Deus Ex one, and I saw some of the, like gameplay video. I was like, man, I really want to play this game again. So uh, I had it for the computer, and I just booted it up and started playing it. And that game is so awesome. I have so much fun playing it, and I love the the art style for it, and I love like the story behind it. It's just so much fun to play that game. I'm looking forward to 
to playing that one. I've got so Me many too. games that I just need to play. I'm thinking about it. I should have had that for your four in February for you and Corey because I just bought it for PC. That's like sh- oh, did you? It was like two fifty or f- dang. That's when I bought it. It was, it was a five. It was two. It was like two fifty or four or something like that. Yeah, it, was it was super cheap. It was dirt. And then it's like this game was awesome, so I bought it instantly. But had so much fun. Like uh, the first, like the first mission, I just finished that up where. Uh, you have to break into the the I don't know, Corey, I think you got to this point, so you know, but you have to break into your own um Seraph uh factory and because mm-hmm. it's been taken over by purists who don't want yep. augmentation, so you have to break into it and you have that conversation with uh the head guy and stuff like that and he has the hostage and stuff like that. And I was like, This is so cool and my, when like when you come into the door it's like a cinematic where the two of you are talking. It just looks so cool and I love the art style mm-hmm. and the videos of it. It's just so much fun. I look forward to it. Yeah, I recommend I recommend you guys play it and beat it before the next gen consoles come out. That'll happen. There's not a lot that comes out in the summer, so Yeah. True. Although if I keep playing Guild Wars I won't get anything accomplished. It's I have a game that's similar. Right. I, I think the game's about <laughs> twenty, twenty five hours. So... That's that's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, you could do that in, you know, a week. That'd be a No, it'd take more than a week. That'd be a small more. a huge victory for me. 20, to beat a 20 hour 20 game. South. Yeah. Eric, I think you can do it. I can. If you can get into the story and stuff like that, it'll be cake. Yeah. What's, but, what's the learning curve like? Yeah, what are we looking Ooh. at learning curve wise? See, with wise? the learning curve wise, do you want to do stealthy or just going guns blazing? I used to be a guns blazing guy, but I've kind of gone the way of stealth. Steep learning if, curve. No, no, no. If you're not used to it, it'll take a couple tries to get used to it. Um, yeah, I'm sure. It's you'll be able to figure it out. I mean, I know you're not intelligent. No, I'm not but, smart. But I think I think you could figure this one out. <laughs> and if if you don't like doing the stealth, you could try doing yeah. guns blazing. I I did the achievement where um, you didn't kill anybody, right? I didn't kill anybody or even get detected by anybody. Oh, nice. So I got like the ghost achievement and the pacifist. Was it hard? Yeah, there was one point that was super hard that I because I thought. This says you can't kill anything by your hands, and there was one part with two uh, droids that I had to fight, and I didn't have my hacking up so I could hack uh, robots, and I was and I had to kill them, and I was worried that was going to affect my achievement, but it didn't. That was the only part that I really worried on. There was maybe the boss fights might get you at first, but once you figure out everything, because there's enough ammo and guns and stuff laying around in the area that you can use to kill it, it's just your uh, combat upgrades aren't. Upgrade mm. at all, so you have to be more careful when you're fighting them. Gotcha. But you should be able to do it. Yep. Um, and the only other thing I played was Age of Empires three, but not a whole lot to talk about. I finally got my uh, civilization to level forty online. That means I can make civilizations now, and they all start at level forty, mm. which is what I was gunning for because all the best cards are at level forty. Nice. So yeah. Okay. That's that's it. All right, Eric. What do you got for us? I played, um, I'll start with Defiance, yeah. because I didn't play it that much, actually. I don't, uh, I I only played it for like 45 minutes or so. Uh-huh. Um, I did not love it. No? No. I really wanted to like it a lot more than I did. Uh, I don't know. If I had paid 60 bucks for it, I'd probably be pretty pissed off. I traded a bunch of games in, uh-huh. so I got it for 12 bucks. I, I haven't given it enough time to really make a decision, but the graphics are terrible. I'm not a graphics guy, but right. the graphics are terrible. Um, I found the AI to be really bad. I should have died so much. Uh-huh. I was just out like wide, in the wide open getting shot and like yeah. not even coming close to dying. Well, do you think part of that's because it's a, a newbie area? 
Oh, I could be. But like I said, I haven't played it that much. Right. But I don't know. It just, I didn't like the world. It didn't draw me in. It's just kind of bland looking mm-hmm. and, ugh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I made a sniper. Well, I didn't make a sniper. I'm going, I'm going to, that's the kind of gun I'm using. You're working towards yeah, sniper. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like I said, I only, I only play it 30, 45 minutes, so I don't have too, too much to say about it, but I will say I haven't had the urge to go back to it Ooh. as a brand new game. Huh. So. Okay. I did not like it that much. Um, I played it with uh, with Jacob, so but that that was fun. But I just got my vehicle too. Everybody gets a vehicle. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to use that yet. Hopefully, I mean I'm st- I'm going to play it again because I bought it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Can can Eric? Can you see what people like about it though? Is there any anything redeeming about it, or don't you think you played it enough? I I honestly can't see right at this point but i haven't played it enough to give it a fair shake what do you compare the shooting mechanics to what like what other game is it is it it's like, like a, is, it's third person it's so, third person so is it like like a gears of war no, i mean obviously like it's gears. not going to control like that but it's not like gears um i don't know i haven't played a lot of third person shooters it's just a basic you know mm-hmm. basic shooter okay but i don't know yeah, I want to play it more to give it a fair shot, but God, I just haven't had the urge at all. It's been more of like a, I feel like I have to. Right. You know what I mean? I want to like it so bad because mm-hmm. I love the idea of it. Right. But, well, maybe maybe I will like it. I don't know. But I did. Got off on the wrong foot for sure right. with Defiance. Okay. And yeah, I, I should have waited until I had more time to play it too, but I, right. I was... I know you said you didn't have a lot of time to play games this week. No, and I just got it, and I wanted to play it so bad, and I only had, like, 45 minutes before I had to go to work, and I was like, ah, fuck, you know? Yeah. But, eh, we'll see. I hope to to get back into it a little bit more this week. I want to beat Bioshock, though, before I do that. Uh So, yeah, I played Bioshock some more. I I think I'm close to beating it, I hope. I'm in... Damn it, I'm trying to remember where I am, because I want to tell you guys so you can tell me how close I am to beating it. Not very close. Shit. <laughs> God, and I can't remember what I just did either. Do you, Do you know about how many hours you're in? Because you're looking at like ten hours, maybe eleven. I'm seven ish, probably. Maybe oh, yeah, you're... another another chunk, and you yeah, should should have it. Sit downs. Yeah, yeah. Really like Bioshock though. It's yeah. a great game. Yeah. Um, looking forward to playing the other two, especially the third one. Mm-hmm. But. And then I also played a game called Guacamelee for the PSN. I wanted to get this game. I good things. Is it only for PSN? Yeah. Okay. I didn't even know this game was coming out. And then I saw a bunch of reviews. Uh, Kotaku gave it rave reviews. And I was like, well, you know what? Destructor gave it a 9. Did they? Yeah. So I, I, I got a PSN card with 20 bucks, And I, I got the, the three-month subscription to PS Gold. And, uh, man, I'm so happy I bought that game because it's awesome. All right. I, it was like 12 bucks, I think, uh, with, with my discount. I think it's 15 regularly. It's such an awesome game. Corey, I think you would love it. It's a, pu- it's a puzzle platformer. You yep. play uh, like a Lucha Libre wrestler. The uh-huh. art style is fucking awesome. The music, it's like uh, mariachi music. It's really upbeat. The The characters you run into, it's all funny one-liners, like... You giggle to yourself, you know uh-huh. what I mean? The puzzle. I just started getting into the puzzly stuff, and I already had to shut it off because I couldn't figure out what to do. 
I even looked on YouTube and I, I just, I, I almost wanted to think it was a bug because I have no fucking idea what I could have done differently. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, anyway, the game's awesome. You play a Lucha, Lucha Libre wrestler. Um, and I think basically the goal is you have to save the king's daughter. Um, nice. Yeah. But I played Sounds that cool. for about an hour and I absolutely loved it. Uh-huh. I thought it was, I got so much more enjoyment out of that game than I did Defiance uh-huh. for, you know, 12 bucks, but... I don't know. Really looking forward to playing that. I'll probably play a little bit more of that tomorrow. I'll play Bioshock tomorrow. Maybe Defiance. Probably not. Because i got to sneak my FIFA time in. Right. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So. Guacamelee, highly recommended. If you're into... It's got very bright colors and just really cool looking worlds. And everything about it is great. You unlock, like, uh, wrestler moves for your guy to do button combos for fighting. and. Uh Just really cool. Sounds and, great. Yeah, there's different monsters that you have to attack different ways, and you're fighting the dead. And it's cool the way they do it. Like, when you come across, I don't know if you would call them a boss fight, but maybe it would be a boss fight. They, <laughs> the screen flashes with it's your guy versus whoever in like a, almost like a wrestling flyer would look like. Oh, really okay. bright. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then you go to your fight against them. It's really cool. Nice. Can't say enough about it. I'm curious. You should get it, Corey. I think you would love it. I was playing it. I was like, yeah. man, Corey would love this game. So it's got everything. It's got the puzzles. It's got the look. It's got. It's just a fun game, you know? Uh-huh. Something you just sit down and hash it right out. Sounds good. I don't good. know how long it is. Seems like it's got some challenging puzzles in it, though. It's probably 10 hours. Yeah, something like that. Arcade games are the best. They really are. Like, Man, I was playing I just, Battle Block Theater, I'm like, this game's so awesome, and I just yeah. appreciate them. So yeah, you, it's it's such a good indie game, and I I hope people will play it, because it's just it's to awesome. support it. Yeah. You know? I think people are going to play it the way it's getting reviewed. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I had no intention of buying it, and then I saw the reviews, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, you know? Might as well. Get my PlayStation some use. I took it out of the bedroom and put it on the big TV. Nice. It's only 12 bucks, too. 12 bucks, you know? Why not? Sure. Oh, I hope to play Demon's Souls this week, too, which I got for free with uh, PS uh, PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So. That's a doozy. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I had a hankering to play Dark Souls after we were talking about it, and I was like, well, shit. I mean, that's free. Right. I'm going to just get the subscription because yeah. I want to get Guacamelee anyway. Yeah. Really starting to enjoy my PlayStation stuff. Good. Which is nice. Yeah. Get get it get it some use. Yeah, but Jacob, I'm sorry I didn't like Defiance as much as you. Hopefully, I can grow into it a little bit. Yeah, because I really want to play it with you. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's what I played. All right. Maybe if you watch the show, it'll help you get into it a little bit. I don't have cable, and I'm probably not going to. I don't know. I'm gonna try Fair and watch enough. the show. But it's I. It's not my kind of show. Yeah. All right, Corey. What do you got for us? Uh, I have two games. One uh, I've been playing a lot of, and I'm happy that I returned to it because I am loving it. I don't want to stop playing it, but it's The Witcher. Uh-huh. Still digging through The Witcher. I just got to Chapter 3 um, out of 5. There's 5 chapters. Cooking through it. That game, uh, just to touch upon some of the stuff I've touched on in the past, it's it's the balance between the dungeon crawling, the fighting, and all the diplomacy stuff that, that makes it so much fun. 
Um, very little of it is, okay, go to this dungeon and retrieve this thing. Most of it is just... And it, it's all on how the quests are designed. It's Everything is so intertwined that it's not like... When you think of typical RPGs, it's go to a town, collect all the quests in the town, go out, complete them, return them. You can't do it that way. Everything needs to be completed in like a very like interconnected sort of way and and if you do one quest how you do it influences several other quests and changes Mm. uh, how they work and stuff like that there's no and i was reading a little bit about it today the developers wanted it to be like decisions you make early on in the game affect things way later on and that whole interconnectivity between quests makes it so there's no like you don't really know the results of your actions right away, and there's no like, oh, I failed this quest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reload an old save. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And honestly, like this, this second chapter I did, I felt like a detective more than a fighter, and it was so much fun. Um, yeah, there's a lot of fighting sprinkled here and there, but it's, it's, it's not really what the game is about. Uh-huh. Um, in, in like I was saying, yeah, there's there's this this gray area for every quest that you do. There's different ways to go about it, and there's no like clear good side or bad side. A lot of times, I found myself just choosing the lesser of two evils. Yeah, um, and that co- sort of plays into the narrative a little bit because uh, Geralt, who's the Witcher that you actually play, is kind of struggling with that. Uh, and there's actually a quote in there I wanted to pull out that I thought was really relevant to stuff today. It was just how, like, evilness is now, it's no longer destroyed on the battlefield. It's, it's, evil has been legislated into certain things where you're, you're sort of unsure if, because it's, it's what goes on in, in your day-to-day life that, you know, you don't really know. Huh. If it's really evil or not, um, I gotta pull up the the exact quote, but that's yeah appropriate. I uh, I love The Witcher. It's, yeah, it's fantastic. I can't wait to beat it. I, I kind of want to read some of the books. Um, I can't wait to beat it and play the second one. And of course, when the third one comes out, I'll be there day one. Yeah, I hope the second one is like the first one. There's really you've played the second one a lot, right, Dan? Yeah, I, I had it for Xbox. Loved yeah. it. Is it is it a lot like that, like the the way the quests work and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely, uh, definitely on the gray area. Definitely with you not seeing the at the results of your actions until later on in the game, they'll yeah something will pop up from the beginning of the game. You'll be like, oh, that's well, that's that's awesome. Yeah, um, it's it's a different style than the first one because the first right. one's kind of like top down. This the second one's a little a little more action oriented than than the first one. Um, but okay. it, it doesn't do it a disservice. It's it's still good, good combat good. and good fighting. Yeah, it definitely, and it still feels like an old school computer role playing game, even yeah. though it looks really nice and plays really nice. It mm. still has that old kind of school feeling where you know you'll get stuff and you don't really know what to do with it, but you can try and give it to somebody and see if they react. You know, there's a lot of just figuring out on your own, and yeah. you know that you know me, that's what I love. Yeah, I'm gonna go back through The Witcher two again because the way I played it, like I wanna I want there's branching paths in the game and I wanna go through some of the other branches with, with different decisions too. So I do wanna revisit The Witcher two. Another one in my backlog. It's a good one. That's it's a doozy of an RPG. A good doozy, not yeah, a bad yeah, doozy. Yeah. A good doozy. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was gonna return to it after going through Bioshock and uh some well, other games. You said nothing else would live up to Bioshock. Infinite? Story-wise. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, th- I mean, this game's it's not really about the story. It's more about the, the figuring out. It's not... The story is kind of thin, um, but it's just it's just being in this world and, yeah. and immersing yourself in, in all the politicking that's going on and yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but you're right. I did say that about Bioshock. Maybe I shouldn't have. Well, you were, I mean, <laughs> Initial you, 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 were st- you were still on the Bioshock high at that point. Sure. Bioshock I mean, this, high. this is also a very different type of game. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I won't. I won't talk too much about that. Uh, Evo Land is the other game I played. I almost, recommended to us I almost on the podcast. I had heard it chatted about here and there on the internets. Uh, it sounded like a game for me. It's sort of a, a nostalgic nod to your Final Fantasies and your Zeldas, and there's even a little bit of Diablo in there, um, and some other game references and stuff like that. And the way the game works is you're. It's only a four-hour game. You're playing through essentially the birth of the RPG all the way up to almost like the present. And the way that works is it starts off, it's 8-bit graphics. You can only go left and right. And, uh, you know, right off the bat, you're placed on this left and right strip, and you have to walk to the right, and you unlock a chest, and it'll unlock a a technical improvement to the game of some sort. Um, So I unlocked the ability to go up and down. And then, you know, you go to the left, and you unlock sound effects, and you keep going, and eventually you unlock all this crazy stuff. Some of my favorite ones were uh, you unlocked story, and then when you open up that chest, it starts giving you like a stupid little story that kind of brings you into the game a little bit. And then uh, another one of my favorites was 3D mode. So I, I unlocked, I was at 8-bit, and then I went to 16-bit, and then I unlocked 3D, and all of a sudden it was like more like Final Fantasy. Um, Final Fantasy seven, I should say. So... There is an overworld, um, and that, and when you're in the overworld, the combat is turn-based, like it is in a JRPG. Uh, when you are in actual dungeons and in like level maps, it's like Zelda, and a lot it draws on a lot of the stuff from Zelda, a lot of the puzzles and stuff like like that. It's not a very good game. Uh, it's extremely thin on the gameplay, and after about the first half hour or 45 minutes of unlocking the technical achievements, it's just sort of a drag uh i've heard that yeah it's not i i would really have a hard time recommending it to anyone i think it's i don't remember what i paid like 10 bucks or something like that on steam uh-huh. it's not it's not good there there is the the last boss is actually like kind of unique and fun and, and really good um so that's good and it showed a little bit of promise for the game but for the most part like it's like I said, after that first half hour, I was just bored and I was just playing through it to get through. I did beat it. Right. Thank you. Thank you. But again, I don't, I don't really recommend it. Don't, uh, don't waste your money. It's not worth the walk down memory lane. In my opinion, watch a YouTube video, watch a YouTube video. Absolutely. Watch, watch somebody's gameplay video. The first half hour, you'll get the idea. And that's, that's about it. It's really, you're not going to have fun playing it. And I feel bad saying that because I know people that made the game probably are really proud of it. Uh, it's not a fun game. Okay. That everything then? That is everything I played. Okay. Oh, I, I do want to say just quickly, uh, our old standby, the uh, the nimble, the nimble team, 
came out with a new game called Nimble Quest that's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, I downloaded it. I didn't play it yet, though. Yeah, can we play together? Uh, I don't know. Can you play on Android versus iOS? Oh, that, I don't know. I don't know. But I'll probably play that for next week, so. What's this one? Nimble Quest. I want to get back to playing tower. playing one new game every week. I was doing that for a while, but Guild Wars has dominated my my gaming life, so I do want to get back to playing one new game for every week. Though. You and your Guild Wars and Eric and his FIFA. I can't get I've enough. I've still been playing other stuff. Yeah, Eric's been the good one. I've been the 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 dirtbag that hasn't <laughs> played new new games. The dirtbag. Even with my feeble mind, I've been <laughs> able to do it. You do have a feeble mind. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstick athletes. Our Twitter feed is at twitter.com slash TS athletes or at capital T capital S athletes. Our website is www.thumbstickathletes.com. Uh, our voicemail number is 607-527-0547. We actually got a voice, uh, a couple voicemails today. Um, we got one from Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory, hey. <laughs> uh, which brought back memories. It's funny because I was just expounding to the wife because a lot of those old Cartoon Network cartoons that I used to watch got put on Netflix recently. Um, Powerpuff Girls, Samurai Jack, Dexter's Lab- Laboratory, um, Cow and Chicken is on there now. Um, so a lot of the stuff that I watched when I was probably too old to be watching that, but I really enjoyed those cartoon shows, so. Can I recommend Venture Bros for the the older audience? I put Venture Brothers on there. I put there's a few others on there that I put. There's some some uh, Adult Swim cartoons on there. Uh, Boondocks. Did you ever watch the Boondocks? Yeah, that's good. Uh, there's a few others on there. I don't remember. I, I but I added like ten shows onto my Netflix queue that I won't get around to watching. But hey, they're on there. I did watch an episode of the Powerpuff Girls, and it was as good as I remembered. So. I made the wife watch it. I, I I don't know that she was as thrilled with it as I was, <laughs> but I, I you know I watched that when I was in high school. So, Corey, I just downloaded Nimble Quest. All right, I'll get it for my iPhone. Oh, there you go. Um, and then our email is thumbstickathletes at gmail dot com if you want to email us directly. Uh, we. Just, we oh we just put up a donate button too. Finally, we got around to doing that. Corey, Corey kind of prodded me to do that this week, so we, we did that. Certainly, donations are never necessary, but if you want to help out the podcast, there's that. There's also oh, a- Amazon. Um, you know, you can if you're going to be ordering anything from Amazon, there's new games coming out all the time. So, uh, Fez is coming out on Steam. I, you probably will be able to buy that through Amazon if you like. Um, just click through our banner on our website, clear your Amazon really cookies first, and then place your order through Amazon. We get a little kickback from that, um, which is always nice. That helps the podcast, but the best, I mean, really the best way you can help the podcast is by spreading the good word, spreading the good word, spreading the good word of the thumbstick athletes podcast. So post about us here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's everything, right? I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's it for episode 91 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. And Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.